what okay. Watchmen spinoff stuff is like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Does yeah, that I sound good? Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Be like, and then we could also pitch. Our, I, I was pitch hoping that somebody would think about it in between when exist. I talked about it and now. Nick, I know, I know, you have a lot of faith in us, but it's it's not <laughs> it's not that easy. Sometimes. <laughs> when we're on the spot like this, we tend to talk about. Um, oh, I have a great story from Dom. I <laughs> should have sent you guys. When we're on the spot <clears> like this. This will be good for um, Seb because yeah. she wasn't there. Uh, Dom texts me on Monday and he says, listening to the podcast while working, I left the room for a couple minutes and walked back in to Nick saying, quote, you think having your balls turn into centipedes would be good? (laughs) (laughs) Which one was this? And I had to respond, sorry. (laughs) That was the Halloween 3 season of The Witch. I should have gotten in on that one because I watched it with you guys. You, yeah, you probably remembered more of it than Al- I did. Alex, uh, Alex, Alex said that he wanted to put one of those masks on his dick and balls. <laughs> and so I, I just had to ask him the hard questions. I, I stand Alex, by it. You're, you're, you're committed. You're committed I, yeah, to having your balls turn into centipedes. I think that should be our only episode behind the paywall. People to please don't listen to this your life depends on it the show where we do something different every single week and this week we read Watchmen. that's right it's the thing that everyone's read except apparently us so we're going we're uh no we except are... for half of the cast here half right right so we're um so we're going through it and you know the 1986 uh 12 issue miniseries uh published in vertigo by alan written by alan moore and illustrated by uh, why Dave am I blanking? Gibbons. Dave Gibbons. Why was I blanking on his fucking name? It's signed next to me in the thing I'm looking at. Um, wow. Um, yes, but uh, before we get into this uh, this classic work, um, I have to introduce my co-hosts. We have Cam, who's like if we had to get the H bomb laid every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, I can turn into a car. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody understands that. Shut <laughs> up. It's going to be in the break. What? Cam, if... No, don't... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> don't sub- sub- right. subject Harry Partridge to No, that. all right. Okay, all right. I won the Vietnam War. <laughs> there we go. That's more like it. Perfect. Um, we have Seb, who hasn't left us any time for makeup, and the blue on her skin is far too light for television. Yeah, that's me. I, uh, I'm straight. <laughs> is this better? <laughs> Uh, then we have, I don't like the way he smells or that horrible monotone voice or anything. Alex. Uh, my face is different every time. My face, give it back. Give me back my face. And I'm your host, the world's smartest termite, Nick. (laughs) Now, um, I have been thinking about Watchmen ever since I read it in 2009. And there are some other people... Who uh, have also been thinking about Watchmen? Did you read it before or after the, the movie? 
I read it before the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it at the beginning of that year. I was excited that there was a movie coming out, uh, and I had actually uh, rented it from the library much earlier, actually, now that I think about it. I think that was the first time I had finished reading it. Oh. That was... Because um, I borrowed from the library beforehand. For, for our um, listeners, that was back when a movie um, based off a comic book was uh, interesting. And when it would take a very long time for them to come out instead of coming out every three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think it, it, it Iron Man had crazy... come out like a couple years earlier, I think, right? It was before the MCU right? was like the Iron biggest Man thing came, in the world. Iron Man had come out one year yeah. earlier in 2008. Wow. Two comic um, movies in two years. Surprising <laughs> that they actually chose Watchmen too at the time. Well, it's funny you mention it. The script was said to be, uh, the, the work was said to be unfilmable, both by the writer and by a lot of people who this project was given to before eventually ending up on Zack Snyder's desk. Uh, everyone who looked at this and they're like, why would I make a movie out of this? It's uh, it's a story that's disconnected in a lot of ways that plays with the way that it is a comic all the time. And uh, Moore, Alan Moore, when he wrote it, said he had specifically written it with the intention for it to be unadaptable. But what he meant by that was he wanted it to move comics forward as a medium, not like I very specifically made this so that you don't make it into something else he's like no i wanted it to be very good as a comic and people were like i like that it should be everything else yep and uh eventually the script gets made uh there's um something i'm probably going to look up for this uh, first segment that was a script that almost got made that completely changes everything about it and makes it into like a weird comedy uh yeah there's um, some insane like they tried to make this shit in like the 70s for some reason this this, yeah it was it was written in 86 and um, they they were trying to make a movie out of it basically the second that they were oh, able okay. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, um, I was reading that originally he wrote it, um, he pitched it as having a lot of DC actual superheroes right, in it. Right, so DC oh. had just acquired uh, Charlton Comics, which uh, was like another fucking like whiz comics and pep comics and all that shit. Like a bunch, one of the things that started up in the 30s and then they didn't have the characters to kind of make it work. Maybe some Archie garbage. For, for yeah. too long. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that shit. So um, he wanted to use a bunch of uh, Charlton Comics characters. Cam, you might recognize them. I don't think anyone else will. Uh, uh, characters like the Question, Blue Beetle, uh, Captain, Cap Captain Adam. I mean, uh, what's that? Like, a little Abner in there? <laughs> Blondie. I'm just gonna let you tire yourself out and then uh, continue. Stardust, the Super. Can you guy? think of like two more? Um, Dagwood. Okay. Uh, what's that big ass dog's name? Marmaduke. Oh, Dunesbury. Uh, Dilbert's dog. Dogbert's tie. Dogbert. Okay, so um, the Charlton Comics characters that he wanted to use, uh, DC said no. Like we just got these guys. We don't want you to like kill them off in some like weird, gory, <laughs> like mess of a story. And uh, then he's like, oh, that's probably for the best. I should make my own characters anyway. And he and Dave Gibbons set to designing and concepting these new characters that we now know. And they're way more popular than the characters that he based <laughs> them on. Uh, nobody, like most people, unless they're huge fucking nerds like me or Cam, know who the Blue Beetle is. I Whereas, have heard of the Blue Beetle, but it is probably uh, through you. Yeah. Uh, but Night Owl, people like know Night Owl because he was in a major motion picture and he's on the cover of the one of the Time magazine's 100 greatest novels of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. And people know who Dr. Manhattan and Rorschach are, mm-hmm. you know? And, but the question, the question is another one of those, like, only if you're a huge nerd do you know who that character is. Mm-hmm. Captain Adam, no, literally nobody knows who that is. I don't know who Captain Adam is and I know who Captain Adam is. Doesn't so, he have a CW show now? 
No. <laughs> what, uh, well, Who's he the might. One who does? He's, I think he's he does. the. You're thinking of the Adam Cam. Oh. Okay. Captain Adam is so much stupider that he's different from that. Like, mm. is he what green, so, orange? No, he's looks. He looks entirely different. He wears a stupid costume. Um. No. Just just anyway, those up, were the characters. Adam with a with glasses or something. <laughs> so. This is yeah. These characters, uh, these characters were created from the ground up for the story. Twelve issue series. Uh, you get you get one a month. It lasts lasts through an entire year. Uh, fun mystery thing. It was a hit basically from the beginning. Alan Moore had had done like plenty of successful things beforehand, but part of the stipulation with Watchmen in the contract was, hey, you created these characters, right, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. So here's what's going to happen: when we stop printing this book you will get the rights to these characters. Until then, we have the rights to them. And that like, is the shittiest deal ever. Here. Mm. The, but the thing is, though, up okay. until this point, literally never before this one time had they ever kept a comic in print forever. Yeah, graphic novels always, and, and trade paperbacks were just it. becoming a thing. They retired all their comics like the a year to two years after they were done with them, right? Because you would never get reprints because why would you bother with reprints? you got to move on to the new stuff. You want to sell them new stuff. Hmm. So... They, like, invented a new way of fucking creators over, specifically to retain the rights to this Watchmen shit, to prevent wow. Alan Moore from being able to make stuff without the DC Vertigo label for the Watchmen characters. But they didn't do anything themselves with it until 2009, when, they, uh, when the, movie, the movie's coming out, finally, after years of development, and they're like, we gotta capitalize on this, there should be more Watchmen comics on the shelves. Wow. And so they tap a bunch of creators. They uh, to even uh, get a half-assed blessing from Dave, Dave Gibbons, the artist, who was like, oh, whatever, do what you want. I don't care. Um, and kind Alan of like, Moore I can't literally will not anywhere. pick up their phone calls. <laughs> yeah, Alan Moore um, is fucking in another dimension. Well, he said that they tried to, uh, they tried to offer him a deal that he would have taken back in uh, 86, but did not want to take in 2009, of, hey, we'll let you have the rights to Watchmen back if you do like uh, a, pre- a sequel or prequel for us mm. and he's like maybe in 86 i would have taken that deal but now i'm like why would i want that back why would you why, why would i want this horrible thing this horrible malformed brand thing that you back what would you what would i do with yeah it? now he's like so a huge huge name i think this was one of the big things he was that, a huge name yeah. then too yeah he, I mean, he had he had gotten famous doing a lot of cape stuff, but now he's still he's done even more than that. Like people, all his fans uh, were like, "Alan, more." <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. um, but like, but they, you know, so he refuses, and they um, they move forward making a series of before Watchmen comics. That's what they're called. They have the big and this banner is on the free side movie. This is like in the lead up. This is like around that time. This is this is I believe two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Um, so, so during this time, they make like, uh, it's like 10 series. One's Minutemen, one's, uh, about Silk Spectre, one's Rorschach, one's the comedian, one is, no, 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 that's later. Um, so it's all these side stories about what was going on before, uh, Watchmen for these characters. But the thing is the past of all these characters are in the book already. They're already in the story. Yeah, what a confusing idea to do a prequel So they... The prequel to Watchmen is in Watchmen. Yeah. What are you doing? It's one of the reasons that it's so hard and stupid to make a spinoff or sequel or prequel to this story is because it's all in there. 
there's nothing about these characters that we need to know that is not already yeah, on the page that's in some something fashion. I'd, I'd like to bring up is if they had used um uh what'd you say, Blue Beetle and fucking mm-hmm. right. uh the Atom or whatever, or Atom Man or whatever you call them. Um if they had used them, I wonder what the ending of Watchmen would have been like, because the ending of Watchmen kind of changes the whole universe of Watchmen. So I wonder if right. they could have done that in a well, it would have been taken place. I think they probably would have done. This was back when they had all the infinite Earths and shit like that. So they probably would have just said like, "This is Earth uh, four, okay. and this is the Tron characters." But these characters that we just acquired in a buyout, yeah, let's just fucking waste them. Like, let's make it so that we yeah. can never use them again. Like, that sounds like a good idea. Blow them up. <laughs> so but, with the um, the um, so they did make an, well. If you want to keep going in chronological way, I was going to talk about the, the TV show for a second. Well, that's let me um. That's like that's still way a ways away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, before Watchmen comics, they yeah, it's it's confusing because all the stuff that you need to know about these characters is already in the book. But also, it's like weirdly sacrilegious. Like uh, the comedian throws his own shit at someone in one of the scenes. Ooh, okay. Uh, I do it. It's, huh. it, 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 it he probably, would. It's probably just a joke, right? Because he's a funny guy. Uh, it's just a prank, yeah, bro. Well, up, that's bro. the thing. He's never. He's not like telling jokes. He's a fun, no. He's comedian. a funny guy. That's why they call him the comedian yeah <laughs> that's the kind of thing right like uh, brian azarello is drawing this so one of the other things is that this is intensely stylized like really sh- mm. sharp harsh lines and the other thing is that he says he like puts someone up against a wall and says like bitch to be you right now and like throws them out out a window or something it's so ironic like, that he throws he, someone out a window yeah that is that's good it's it really makes you think it's it's just a weird series. Like it not, doesn't need to be there. It's like weirdly boring and feels like stupid the whole time you read it. And there's a lot of them. Um, and then, so they kind of leave, uh, but there's a bunch of promotion around the movie as well. So like they don't make Watchmen merchandise of the comic, but they make a ton of it of the movie around that time. So there's action figures. There's like, uh, there's, you know, a, a motion comic. There's like, like, you know, supplementary material for the movie and a bunch of stuff like that and speaking of supplementary material they made an xbox 360 game called watchmen the end is nigh which is about rorschach and night owl before the events of this story when they were like active superheroes fighting like a drug lord or something fighting robots Um, it's a it's a top-down like beat-em-up that is supposedly really bad and really quickly beaten and like, I, I think we should do that for Watchmen. Well, well I'm glad you asked. I'm glad, so I'm leading into something with this, which is that all the things I'm mentioning, I'm about, I'm talking about these horrible spinoffs. All of them will be options on a poll we're putting up uh, on our Patreon to make us do for Watchmen. Wow. Uh, which is a which is our branding that Alex invented out of thin air when he heard that we were doing uh, two Watchmen related yeah. things. I think it's it's important. <laughs> Watchmen. Yeah, uh, we um, we not done with our themed month of bullshit. We can't get away. Right. From it. We have to wait. We have to wait off. Of it, we didn't know? have to. We didn't have to do this. We have um, to. It's watch month. Going from a hundred in Halloween to zero in November is just no. I can't do it. We need a little <laughs> okay. bit of bullshit. We need to. We need to ease off a little bit. Harm reduction. So, um, there's that. There's that co-op game. That co-op beat 'em up. And then we go a while without stuff. Like they they've made their money off the movie. They don't really do anything until the year 2018 when they announced that they are going to uh, they announced a couple of things. They announced that there's going to be an HBO series next year uh, done by Damon Lindelof, who is uh, he worked on Lost 
and um, mm. so that's good, right? He, he yeah, he generally he knows how to stick a people, he, he generally only works with people who told him that Lost was good and, and had a good <laughs> ending. And there was one uh, move like TV critic who uh, sucked his dick so much that he got a job working for him wow. in Watch on Watchmen. Nice. Uh, and. Uh, but anyway, th- that was like in the distant future at the time, like 20, 2018, they're like, okay, this is coming next year. This is coming at the end of next year. And we're all like, oh, okay, why? Like, it's explicitly a sequel to the comic, which makes all of us scratch our heads. Like, why are they doing that? Like, why, what's the point of doing this? It's a new and society. Then, we have to see how it pans also out. Also in 2018, they announced that they are doing a series called Doomsday Clock, where the Watchmen characters cross over into a DC Comics, like crossover event. Like Superman fights Doctor Manhattan in that. So is that Do- like an alternate dimension thing? Who or wins? They just like- well, it's like Doctor Manhattan can travel to any dimension that he wants. Yeah. So so it's just like oh, Doctor Manhattan just went. Okay, why, why so are they fighting? I don't know the answer to that wins? because I have not read it. So <laughs> uh, here's the wins? thing: you could make us read it. I I don't have any plans to read it if I am not forced to. Um, read another comic book? Forget and. Then there is, of course, the 2019 Watchmen television series. Cam, would you like to explain a little bit about that? And then, oh, I barely know anything about it. But, oh, I, um, you said you wanted to launch into it, so I thought you had something. Well, I just wanted to bring it up because you mentioned that they wanted to do a prequel to Watchmen, or, or they offered Alan Moore the option to do a prequel or a sequel, both of which are a weird thing that um, the story makes it hard for hard or bad for <laughs> propose, you to do yeah. either. Because uh, the end is pretty uh, interesting in the previous stuff like prequel stuff is like we said really heavily discussed in the book it's like the first it's almost like the first quarter of the book is saying like you know what here's, here's what this world characters. is like here are these characters yeah here's our whole history yeah. of each um, other and being together and whatever which one knock against the movie is uh that is reduced to a opening credits slideshow <laughs> they mostly spend time in the uh the present with this uh, with uh, the movie but um, there are lots of complaints to be made about the movie yeah, whereas in, yeah, in I, the I, um, comic, it's a big, you know, kind of a plot point for one of the characters uh, later on. Yeah, it's huge. But we're talking about the, yeah. the comic we read right now. We're supposed to be talking about spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. So we'll... we'll right, right, yeah. So, so the, the, um, the Watchmen TV show is a sequel, which I've only... All I know about it is screen caps I've seen on Twitter of why it's bad. But also, we discussed this off mic... I, it's the most polarizing thing I've seen reviews of, or not reviews of, but people saying, "Wow, the Watchmen TV show is so good," and people saying, "Oh my God, the Watchmen." Well, TV I think we show touched the abomination. I, think, I don't know if that made the. Did we bring it I don't know if that made the edit, but I think we talked about that last week a little bit. Uh, uh, it did. Yeah, we. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I left it in a little bit. Uh, I, I think in the. I think it made it into the cold open of our, our Riverdale discussion because we were talking about it. With oh Katie, yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and she said, "Oh, you guys are doing Watchmen next week," and I'm like, "Yeah, we gotta we gotta watch the the show at the end of the month." And she's like, "I don't understand." It made me feel like my brain was turning into soup when people <laughs> say that it's good, and I agree. Yeah, we'll I'm see. morbidly excited to check it out because I I can't. I've already decided I'm going to be the guy would... who likes it. Who says it's good? <laughs> I'm glad you decided in advance. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to make your reaction to the show very interesting. <laughs> Playing the devil's advocate here. That's but mean. anyway, the reason we bring Both all these spinoffs up is, is twofold. First reason is that there will be a poll up um, uh, on the Patreon if you want to make us do... Uh, this is, of course, optional participation. Uh, Alex and Seb don't have to deal with this if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Watch Month. But at, at least Cam and I are going <laughs> to commit I, I gotta to, do it. to record... 
checking out. Yeah, I'd something. like to check out this stuff. I want one of these blasphemous spinoffs. I already know of these. I already know a lot about before Watchmen because I was heavily online and into comic stuff when it was coming out. So people would post scans and post this stuff and be like, "Oh my god, why are they doing this? This is so embarrassing!" Uh, like just for all of these, all of these uh, spinoffs, these all these like prequel issues. But Doomsday Clock and the the video game, like why I I've ignored those so hard that I have no idea what they are like about, like, what is what they are worthwhile. Um, and, um, the other reason, uh, the other, well, there's two more reasons. One more reason is that at the end of this month, Hazardous Materials is not a vote. Hazardous Materials is the Watchmen 2019 HBO TV show. There's, it simply has to be explained. If I'm going to keep complaining about it on the show, then it needs to be explained why I'm Someone doing it. Someone has to see it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has to see it. I would like you guys to watch the whole thing, but it's a lot of fucking television. God, I, and you I get, you'll put, get the I gist. Put that on yeah, exactly. You'll get the gist. Well, it's, in a couple it's of just episodes. it's just like a movie, right? It's basically a movie. <laughs> That's it's, getting I, cut I out. Actually say this is not. Um, so anyway, uh, the last reason is that um, Watchmen, uh, whose fans react violently and uh, venomously whenever a spin-off or sequel or prequel is discussed, I think that we could do better. I think that the four of us can come up with our own sacrilegious Watchmen spin-offs and that would make for a fun cap to this first segment. Hey there, it's Nick. This is a just a little warning. Uh, if you care about this sort of thing, the rest of the episode is going to contain full spoilers for the Watchmen comic and a little bit of the movie too, although that's not that different. Uh, a lot of the jokes won't make sense if you haven't read it either. Just a fair warning. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Mm. Yeah, I could please the fans in comic books. Oh, you how could? Hard, how hard what? could it be? They're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so, uh, if you think that they'll eat up any slop that you want, Cam, what do you? What would you have? Uh, what, what would you have as your Watchmen spinoff? Any medium is possible. You can make it TV okay. show, movie, animation, comic. Uh, My fucking notes app cuts off the end of the fucking shit I wrote. This Stop using sucks. a terrible app. I, it's the app that came with the phone. There's an app for oh, that. here we go. Uh, I, I made a, a small list of things that I was going to pitch. Um, Ooh, first one a, I have we a, is... We got a scatter shot. This is a variety. I was going to say a two-hour Disney adaptation movie of the Black Freighter. <laughs> I think that could be good. Um, a five-season Showtime series about the newspaper stand and the, the local characters that swing by. That the, sounds uh, kind of good, actually. Couple, the, the guy reading. The, 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 the lesbian couple has stuck with me for a long time. Um, just because mm. those were some of the most sympathetic characters. I'll get this in later. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, they have a really surprisingly detailed mm -hmm. story. But Even though you're have, only uh, watching this one street corner with the one yeah. uh, newsstand, pretty newsstand. much. And then you have Mr. Mm. Mr. Did the World End Today holding a sign yeah. coming by every now and then. Uh, old Sugar Cube. Um, <laughs> I got a comedian stand-up special, which that's just a layup. I mean, someone was going to say that, right? <laughs> the comedian, dude. That's yeah, a, he, of course. He tells the yeah. joke. Yeah, He's I, a funny guy. <laughs> He gets up there and he says, society, man. And then faces him. And then I had young, I was going to make a Photoshop, but I have young Rorschach written down. <laughs> <laughs> young Rorschach? They what would, would young do Rorschach that. do? Is it like oh, young he, Sheldon? He just, every Yeah, uh, I was going to like a multicam sitcom. Yeah, a multicam yeah, sitcom and Sheldon one cam too. is always on his mom fucking another guy. 
<laughs> I'm gonna do it. Uh, you can't, I guess you'd have to go HBO or Showtime for that. Mm. You're not getting that Pornhub. on fucking TBS. All right, it's a Pornhub exclusive. I, I think of yeah. of those, the newsstand I actually kind of want to watch. Like a cheer style the most, situation, maybe. Most horrible. Yeah. The most horrible of them is, I think, Young Rorschach, just because those two words paired together <laughs> conjures an image I don't want But it's want a comedy. It's, yeah, it's a sitcom in, um, a la yeah. Young Sheldon, but it's Rorschach. Laugh yep. track. Ah! Funny. Good laugh joke. Track. All right. Everyone laughs. So I'm thinking, right? All right. Give me a, like, Stanley Kubrick-esque um, Vietnam War movie starring the comedian and uh, Dr. Manhattan. That, yeah, I like just that. Just vaporizing the Viet Cong. Just as yeah, any time there's any danger, all. he disintegrates everything. <laughs> they don't even need to use any problem. Agent Orange. Yeah, like, none I, of that I'm ever happens. Just, I'm pretty much just picturing Full Metal Jacket, but with those two characters. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket, but the horrors of war are replaced with a, a giant blue guy completely disintegrating yeah. all of the Viet Cong. And there's a laugh track in this, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he just incinerates uh, Vietnam off the map. It's just ocean now. <laughs> oh my god just sinks it uh, into the ocean <laughs> but i feel and then he like... turns into a car yeah and then he turns into a car in uh well, drives... yeah i think he, cha- he changes into a chopper i think oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then he's actually the chopper at the beginning guys. of uh at, of apocalypse now oh all right <laughs> it's actually very funny that um in the for the for the watchman movie Zack snyder cribbed so many of his like musical choices from other movies that had already done the same thing so it's like, oh, this is there's a you know Vietnam scene in here. Uh, let's get some let's get some Hendrix. Yeah, the let's get some Dylan. That movie is like totally It's a disaster. Smooth brain, like like Doctor Manhattan shows up and they're like, I'm blue, double, <laughs> and you're like, dude, come on. Who's in a blue house? With don't a blue don't, little don't check window. into that. It happens. And a blue cor- Corvette, but he's actually the Corvette. Cam's, he is a blue Corvette. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about with Dr. Manhattan turning All into right, a listeners, car. It's in the brain. Listeners, there is an animation by Harry Partridge on YouTube. He animated a fake 80s, like 80s or 90s superhero cartoon intro of the Watchmen. And this was around the, the time that the movie was... Being yes, Doctor so Manhattan turns in into a car. Brains. It's supposed to be this goofy, yeah. stupid superhero TV show. <laughs> like obviously, well, you know, '86. That was the prime time to make a toyetic cartoon about a bunch of heroes for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's when Watchmen came. It's out. It's very funny. And Watchmen is, of course, the opposite of of that. And having the uh, having this kind of thing go on is hysterical. It's so good. Um, I would like. Uh, all right, so here's here's my pitch, right? Mm-hmm. They only had one Watchmen video game, and it sucks ass. So, uh, if we're gonna mm-hmm. if we're gonna bastardize the original thing as much as we want, <clears throat> here's my pitch for a third person shooter where you play as the comedian. Okay. He oh sur- god, <laughs> you're just shooting children. <laughs> hold on, hold friends. on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh so, my god. So if we can bastardize it as much as we want, right? Um, the comedian survives his fall. <laughs> like uh, to the bottom okay. of the apartment building. Okay, he's so out, the entire but, he but he didn't see the attacker somehow. So uh, he's out for revenge. And uh, Adrian Veidt, good old helpful, smartest man in the world, Adrian Veidt, tells uh, the comedian that it's the uh, it's the other 
former superheroes that had conspired against him. So each one of them is the boss of a level, and you have to fight them. Um, and you have to... Uh, Dr. Manhattan is the first level. No, Dr. Manhattan's the second to last first, level. First, obviously, you have, you have to, to beat you have him to in a find, race. You have to, yeah, you have to beat him in a race. Then you have to, fight, uh, you have to fire antimatter bullets at him. And uh, Silk Spectre the whole time is trying to like punch and kick you while you're shooting at Dr. Manhattan. Uh, and you, you shoot... Um, you have to shoot your way through the prison. You have to kill everyone else in the prison to get to Rorschach because he still gets arrested in this story for some reason. Um, okay. Night Owl, you fight in a mech suit. He builds himself a mech suit to fight you. <laughs> um, and it looks really so. dumb and it's got and big goggles. It looks really dumb. It's got a big, big goggles yeah. on it. It's got owl wings that come out of the back. It looks like and Wing it, Zero. It's really dumb. It still comes um, fire though, right? Yes, absolutely. Still does come fire, and that you have to avoid that attack. It does a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. um, in between these levels, uh, where the Watchmen uh, main <clears throat> characters are bosses, in between those are scattered uh, little flashback scenes where you uh, shoot rioters uh, and protesters and uh, uh, Viacom. Uh -oh. <laughs> those are the flashback levels. When is this coming then... out? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming after out... all the riots are over. It, it's sure. coming out this year, twenty ten. Oh, so, oh um... thank God. <laughs> And, Nothing um, bad was happening in 22. But in the final level, it's revealed that Vite, the person who's been giving you these directions, he was the he was the one who did this the whole time. So you go over to Adrian Vite, and he's the hardest boss because he can just catch your bullets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You shoot him, I he like just ca catches them right out of the Very air. Good. I'm back on board. Uh, so anyway, uh, so this is uh, the comedian returns. Uh, quote uh, colon it's a riot all right oh nice how about standing ovation standing, standing ovation that, that could be good. the game of the year version <laughs> encore encore because he, he dies and then the he comedian comes back. encore yeah okay i've got the comedian comeback special <laughs> i've got a couple all right so all right yeah i want to hear right. um nathan for you except it's Ooh. adrian bite <laughs> <laughs> oh now we're talking this every is time I you have a problem you give it. some kind of solution like materialize a giant squid alien in the middle of new york <laughs> <laughs> that's how he wants to solve every that's yeah. most of what he exactly. when, when you're in ozymandias every problem looks like a giant squid yeah so nathan for you except when all you have Ozymandias is a machine that creates you. a giant squid every problem starts to look like new york yeah. city someone's like i keep getting shot with bullets and they're like i got the perfect thing for you buddy you're gonna want to catch all these next time <laughs> when they ask stuff. you where you're from say antarctica where you make your giant squids i graduated from one of the top superhero programs with really good grades really good grades. <laughs> he um, still has a beam on him. or um, we have, this might be influenced by Riverdale or by X-Men Evolution, but Watchmen, except they're all teenagers in high school and they have high schooler problems mm. and, you know, they're all dating mm. and it's kind of an issue and there's like a, a summer camp episode where they all have to work together, you know, all that kind of thing. You have a, you have a love triangle between, uh, Jupiter, uh, <laughs> Silk Spectre and the tree. Yeah, Sil Silk Spectre and, uh, oh, the comedian is a teacher, right? He's, uh, he's interested in one of his students. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, and is a fellow teacher. And also her mom. Uh, I would really like, since you're going to need more characters, because there's not enough characters in the main cast of Watchmen to well, do we'll, a Well, we'll just bring in some other DC like characters. It doesn't matter. It's fine. No, 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 hold on. I was going to say you could you could bring in the other people that like uh, die before the story oh, yeah. starts, like Dollar Bill, the superhero was created oh, to promote yeah. a bank, or Silhouette, the uh, 
the lesbian superhero yeah. with like the, the shadow them team and and, and the... the street corner people um yeah you know <laughs> and the pirate guy and the pirate guy he's <laughs> in there too the pirate guy's in there yeah he drives his corpse boat to school everything. <laughs> his girlfriend is he's just like um johnny from uh Ed, Ed and Eddie, and he's got Plank, except it's like a... <laughs> oh, dear lord. It's a, it's a decomposing, bloated zombie. No, it's the figurehead, right. the, the maiden from, from his ship. Oh, okay. He's uh, like the lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. That's his girlfriend. He's anyway. bringing her to the prom, yeah, and lighthouse. everyone's like, okay. <laughs> oh, pirate. Oh, pirate. Oh, pirate. Oh, pirate. All right, this is pretty good. Yeah. All right, you, did you, did her you name have is more? Wilson. Those, those I'm thinking... Um, I've got another pitch that I just came up with. Um, All right. I'm I'm thinking some sort of like crazy task taxi esque uh, game sure. where you're Doctor Manhattan teleporting people <laughs> to their destinations. <laughs> oh, that's great! You would have to do it like from a top down perspective since he can teleport people such far distances. Mm-hmm. Like you can do like, all right, uh, take me to the that original Levi's awesome. store. You just blink them from there to there, and they immediately. Oh, but there's throw no labels on like, the map, the so hell? you kind of have to guess. Mm, all right. Also, yeah. you're experiencing well, time you all at sure once, so it's hard to tell how fast you teleport them to another dimension or you know anything else. Yeah, it's like also like sometimes the... you forget they need to breathe, so you yeah. just die. It says teleport me I to Czechoslovakia, you directly... but you don't know where to put them because Czechoslovakia doesn't exist anymore. That's... No, no, no. They're like, hey, I want to go to the beach, and you just put them in the ocean, six feet underwater, because they're like, Spawn, that's the beach. Spawn comes up, he's like, take me to hell. Mm. <laughs> you don't need me to do that. Do it yourself. You can do it yourself. And your boss, Ozymandias, says that you're always 35 minutes late. <laughs> All right, I have one more. Wait, hold on. Wow. Ozymandias Pizza, delivered in 35 minutes before it's free. There's 35 minutes before you order. 35 minutes before you order it, or it's free. <laughs> Very confusing. Okay, I have one more. It's um, Dr. Phil, except it's Rorschach. Oh, and right. he's um This time di- he's helping you? Yeah, he's helping you, and he kind of diagnoses you. Like, he uses his face as the Rorschach test, of course. Um, and then when you okay. finish talking Listen, to him, he's just like... I want you to realize that you're not trapped in here with me. Oh, so wow. Like, it's a supportive thing. Like, he's like, no, you're not trapped in No, he, he just right. goes, he's you like, you're a politician and a whore. <laughs> <laughs> you look to me to, for help. And I say, I look he down looks and whisper. And shouts, no. Save is this how he sounds? I'm and interested in, in watching the movie because yes. I, I don't know what he would sound like. I, I guess he that's, would, how, yeah, that's how they do it in the movie, but they have like wavy, like, yeah, that, they have like wavy speech bubble lines. Yeah, and, like, I don't remember how he sounds things. in the movie, but yeah, that kind of like wavy yeah, very, speech yeah, bubble lines kind of like. Yeah. And the guy's eating raw eggs and sugar cubes all the time. I don't know what and that does to your cold throat. Cold canned beans. Cold beans. It's not good. Looks like my pantry. Cold beans and eggs. Uh, uh, Alex, you have any uh, spinoff ideas besides uh, Doctor Manhattan's crazy taxi service? Um, that now, one's now pretty you good. Guys I, talk about it, I think I think a cooking show would be pretty good too. You tell oh, you how, how, how to not prepare your egg and uh, <laughs> not prepare an it's, egg, not prepare so beans. It's so easy. Sugar cubes. Wait, wait. For you the, simply for open the can and then eat the beans. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have I have an idea for the Doctor Manhattan's Crazy Taxi Service, and okay. you are mm-hmm. you're competing with the actual New York taxi driver, uh, right. the the lesbian one, and she's actually oh, really oh, good right. at her job. Uh, so you have well, to teleport people there before she gets there. 
Ah, all right. <laughs> well, the problem is that it's very easy for you to uh, teleport people inside of walls or under yeah, underwater, or oh yeah, because you, you don't yeah, see, that's the problem. That you have like to be that. very precise. Well, she just has and to people drive. People are probably not going to want to pay you if you cause them like if you if they get like vertigo and nausea every time that you fucking yeah. So you have to you have to, uh, to <laughs> buy upgrades for your teleportation to provide um, you know creature comforts like radio and ac in your teleportation taxi <laughs> there's a meter that you level up that's your understanding if they don't like it you can simply explode them yeah <laughs> there's a button but that reduces that your one, rating like, so yeah. you, sh- you should the, only yeah. do that when you really that have was the no worst choice. trip i've ever had just <laughs> and also you don't no get paid bad. if you I, do that I, I like the idea that it's a it's a superhero game where you don't want to do any of that cool stuff you have yeah. to do the boring job <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you can't the idea of that it, you can incinerate people at any moment is there yes. like it's just like it's a bite it's right trigger yeah. just don't do it yeah. don't do it you can't do it this is i keep failing the first level wait, 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 wait. And incinerating so you have a sanity meter Right, and as they're telling you their problems, your your sanity meter like decreases. Oh, that's true. Um, because you can't understand them. Customers keep coming and back and saying they got cancer. Petty problems that you don't want to be tangled <laughs> in, and um, if it gets too low, then you have to incinerate them. But you want to get them to their destination before that happens, so that you don't lose your money and your rating. Yeah, mm. you have a morality meter too, but it's all it moves like centimeters it's always directly in the middle and if you kill someone it doesn't move at all no the morality meter is in like five dimensions because you can see through space and time Uh, (laughs) so you can um, see the consequences of all your actions down the line the difficulty was a murderer easy medium hard and reassembling yourself atom by atom (laughs) (laughs) it's the first trick you learned yeah so actually that's before easy reassembling yourself (laughs) atom by atom then easy then medium then hard talking to my wife, <laughs> talking to my wife. <laughs> having understanding sex with my human wife. sexuality is like up there it's, it's like hard. harder than the hard difficulty and i don't mean yeah, hard in the fun you way can't, i mean since he can't really die you don't get a game over when you lose you just mm-hmm. go to mars you just go to, yeah that's the game over the game over screen is him sadly sitting on mars yeah. naked <laughs> yeah this game is x-rated as well no he doesn't sit on mars life. naked unless you lose if you're good at the game you'll never see his balls yeah. That's on the back Wide of the box. Gotta see those balls. The speed run, the speed run is like there's balls percent where you just incinerate <laughs> three people and immediately go to Mars. Man, if I gotta go to Mars to see balls, balls forget it. Mars needs balls. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Can we go into the second? Yeah, I think it's time to go into the second segment. Um, this, uh, this first segment has been completely useless if you don't know anything about Watchmen, but mm. I still hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we are going to talk more in depth about our thoughts on the reads and rereads of 1986's comic Watchmen. Pants, and the riot squad, they're restless, they need somewhere to go, as Lady and I look out tonight. Desolation room. Cinderella, she seems happy, Harry. <laughs> oh, no, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> 
It looks like the Reds are polluting the city lake. What do we do? We call the Watchmen. Strong together, united forever. They're the best of friends. But when trouble's about, you'd best watch out for the Watchmen. Now is the leader, and he loves to party down. Rorschach's friends to the animals. Yeah, when he's not clowning around. Why not? Beat up some thugs. Say no to drugs. Be in bed by ten. But if trouble's about, you'd best watch out for the Watchmen. Spectre's a sensation You should really never miss The comedian's your biggest fan now If I could only get that kiss OZM, you bastards Couple of crime soul superstars John can give you cancer And I'll turn into a car Strong together, united forever Come and meet your friends Have no fear, time's up, time's here For the Watchmen Ozymandias. Super fast attack beats any crook to the punch. Ozymandias fights evil with Bubastis, his fierce jungle cat. Look out, Ozymandias, he's on a gun. Ozzy deflects the bullet. Have a nice day. Mind your manners. Ozymandias protecting humanity from itself. Ozymandias, Bubastis, action figures sold separately by Vite. I'm the smartest man in the world. Then one night, there's a scream in the night, and you wonder, who could that have been? And you see me kind of grinning while I'm scrubbing. And you say, what she got to grin? I'll tell you, there's a she. The Black Freighter With a skull on its masthead Will be coming in this break. Oh, wow. You I gentlemen can like say, hey, gal, uh, finish the One big game, like Destiny game, and, game, and... Games uh, are very oh, big. Yeah. Yeah, games are too big these yeah. days. That's why I switched oh, my now, actually. Was like 100 gigs WoW was on it, WoW is like 100 gigs now. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I'll probably put it right behind me, actually. Maybe I'll get rid of this chair. Tekken is something obscene, like 70 gigs or something. Yeah. Huh. Um, All right, let's get this show on the road before it's 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's like core, or 10 of 9, wow. Yeah, well... But somebody... do you want to do um, a minor run-through, and then we'll just do impressions? Yeah, I'm basically just going to refresh people's mm -hmm. memory. Basically. Like, okay. I'm not going yeah, to but talk for people about that, aren't, that happens. You know, haven't read it and stuff. If they if they don't know anything about it and haven't read it, and they got through the first yeah. segment, then what They're is... <laughs> that's fine, but I just feel like there's, like, there's a thing, like, if you, like, click on it, and you know it says Watchmen, and you, like, whole first segment is us going, like, oh, man, what if the thing from the comic happened but the other way, and we all laugh. <laughs> and, like... See, that's why I was suggesting that, like, not this time because we already recorded it, but right. for some things but no, with I can context. Switch it yeah, it would have made more yeah. sense. You're right. All right. <clears throat> All right. 
Welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. We are back with our Watchmen episode, and I'm so happy to finally get to do this. I'm really, this is one of my favorite uh, works of fiction of all time, and I'm Surprising. sure I'm not alone in this. Yeah, Nick's been I waiting mean, to yeah. break the glass on this pretty much since we started the podcast. He's well, been threatening it Yeah, I have been threatening it for a while. I think it was earlier this year I was bitching about the Watchmen TV show, and Cam specifically <laughs> said, you have to do the comic first. Like yeah, like, yeah. We just did the TV show, right? But he he had a good point, and also like this was something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Anyway, I've been wanting to do it ever since. Like, um, I did my reread last year. I, I did a reread on of uh, Watchmen, and I'm like, man, this thing's still really good. <laughs> like, you know, it's like uh, every time I have a little bit of distance from it, I'm like, yeah, it's good, but it's not like that good or whatever. Like, it's mm-hmm. like you know, not. My it's because you see that you see too many people ever. like edgily quoting Rorschach, and then you're like, "Oh no, I can't like that." That used to be it, but now it's mostly like one of those things where I, I think about it and I'm like, "There are other stories that I I like more, uh, or I like parts of them more, or they change me as a person." Like, Watch Me didn't have a personal effect on me, and that like changed the way I like think about myself or anything like all-star superman as corny as it is that did that to me where i'm like ah this this makes me think about myself in a different way after this story at, at i had like, that with death note i'm sorry yeah. i mean oh, I, I know you're joking but like <laughs> uh, i'm oh, like okay. sure that's valid <laughs> <laughs> um but like uh watchman is like it's just it's it's just a good ass comic book it might be the the best comic book it's really fucking good now um, let's not make you know, really bold statements here. It's certainly right. the longest. No, comic I mean, book. no, I, I mean, it's the platonic ideal of a comic. Book. Uh, Alex, you are so <laughs> wrong. I you don't even know. No, I, I don't think they're any longer than this one. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't try to read it I all. Know, in, I have in a in shelf of Elf Quest right now, show. and that's all Fair one enough. continuous Elf thing. Quest. That's what I saw. Called Elf Quest. I saw the. Oh, collected shit. edition of Berserk the other day, and it looks look, like look, shit. Look, like, look at this. I gotta uh, show I these guys it. this. I know, listeners, you can't see it. All right. I gotta see ElfQuest, because that's the most wild. Well, Seb that's is awesome. That's, that's the, the most Seb-named Stupid bullshit. <laughs> Magic Orc, the, the TV show. Okay, ElfQuest 2. Seb is pointing the volumes of ElfQuest as far away from her webcam Just as possible. out of visual range. <laughs> She could be showing us the sauruses right now. We're not. Yeah, I think that's the dictionary. Oh, that's the dictionary for Eve. I think right there. <laughs> hmm. This is like nine. How many quests do these elves go on? Yeah. First, the dragons get quests. Up. The elves. Might not be able to pick them up. Oh my god, that's like eight Watchmen. I think that's like eight Watchmen. Watch. That's Elf Quest. How many was thank, that? Like eight watches? Thank you for showing all of them so far away from the camera. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't really. It, my camera's like <laughs> all the way back here. It was just for size, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, but it's been going since the late seventies. Um, it, it has not like wow. done a reboot or anything. It's one continuous thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ, those elves go. They, on a lot they quest absolutely they do. do. They go to space. Yeah, with a name like Elf Quest, you must have gotten there early. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> I really uh, like this comic. It is. Um, it was written in '86 by uh, Alan Moore. It is mainly about a group of retired superheroes uh, in a world where there is only really one superhero with powers, um, and uh, they were 
these superheroes were retired and then one of them turns up dead he shows up at the he was thrown out of his window landed on the sidewalk and people are like this was a big dude he was like really well built who who was he and why why and how did somebody throw him through his fucking window down all the way down we find out like the first couple questions pretty fast (laughs) that's not really a mystery but from him we get um we we get the very famous um smiley face pin with the uh, blood spatter on it is the comedian's trademark symbol of it um so that's very that that is almost certainly incorporated into our thumbnail in some way yes seb has not made the thumbnail yet seb has promised to make the thumbnail this week uh (laughs) But Seb is not. I was considering anything. doing it myself if, if you were if you ended up being busy because I have I had like a couple ideas. Like, no, oh, I've man, been putting it off lately, and then I'm just like, like five minutes before Nick wants to post the podcast, I'm like, no, sorry, I can't do it. Uh, so Nick has to like <laughs> stick or Nick or Cam have to yeah, stick the, uh, the regular thumbnail on top of something else. Uh, yes, but I'm gonna do it this week. Lately, listeners. Yeah, I kind of wanted to, do, to <laughs> yeah. do it for Riverdale so that we would have some nice art for B's episode, but... No, but that I think the Riverdale thumbnail yes. turned out great still. Uh, yeah, I think we still <laughs> had some nice art for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so... cut out that speech <laughs> No, it was still pretty I good. I watched him do it. It's Outsider funny, art it's is good. still good art. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this so we're we're following this murder mystery... Uh, but we're also experiencing these characters' lives in the sad state that they're in in 1986 or 1985 in, in this comic, but published in 1986. Um, this is a world where the existence of the world's first superhero is so monstrously powerful that uh, the U.S. has won Vietnam, which means that Nixon is a three-term president. Three and, terms, baby. <laughs> Finally, and did the it. Cold War not like has it hadn't happened. Before. Cooled off. Cold War has cooled off a little bit. Because uh, Superman is real and he can incinerate anyone at any time, and he's living in America and working for the U.S. government. Yeah, so, he has kind of the, a similar backstory to the Hulk, actually. Yeah, sort of. This was the oh, nobody he's, understands he's, radioactivity, and now you have superpowers. Well, no, it's Seth, more like um, they tried to separate a person from their electromagnetic yes, field. He's blue. He's not. He's not green. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thanks for clearing that he's up. He's not Alex. green like Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason. Um, anyway, so we we follow uh, Rorschach, uh, a smelly guy who eats sugar cubes uh, and is a uh, detective. And his, he has a, uh, mace, pri- a mask. A mask? Is he a detective? I mean, <laughs> he dresses a like a detective and acts like a detective. Yeah, he's got like a, his, right. a He's not like a literal thing. detective. He's got Nobody a mask that, that just has like these ink blots on it that continually change, which I don't remember. If, do they explain what that is in the comic? Yeah, okay. Yes, they I don't, do. I don't yeah, remember. So I flipped cool. through it to refresh my, my memory, but it's I didn't two, It's one. two layers with ink between them. The first layer is transparent. The second is stark oh, okay. white. But they're both like uh, like a sheer material so that the ink can move around in between it. It's like Dr. some Manhattan special, it yeah. Not. Okay. It's, it's like from a, su- a runway dress that wasn't yeah. picked up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't end up choosing it, and he ended ends up cutting it and using it for his own cool. mask. It's a, it's Due a fun little Dr. detail. Doctor Manhattan's like influence. A lot of the stuff, like Nick said, a lot of stuff takes a different turn. Like weird, like blimps are like now a thing. What yeah, airships are easy. All the all, almost all cars are electric, or yes. newer models are electric, and they're oh, like hell. completely electric. Uh, and like there's a dude plugging in he's plugging in his fucking car next to the uh next to the newsstand just like a charging post yeah and, so um, certain there's... futuristic stuff is just like 
oh, uh, Dr. Manhattan helped. And, like, that's a good... I mean, if you had someone who could, like, solve, like, fuel efficiency in one second because he can rearrange matter with his, like, thoughts, like, you, you things would be a little different. So yeah. I, I kind of, I get thing that. Is, I, I think you, you're really, In real like, life, I feel like that wouldn't happen because that would take tons of money from the fuel companies. So they would instead only pretty much use him for weapons. What are you, what are you going to do to Dr. Manhattan? Are you going to intimidate him the thing, out of doing it? Did he want to do that? Are you going to talk it's, to him? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted That's to fine. do it. He talks to, he talks to, um, I know you have, you didn't do the full reread, but he talks to Hollis Mason right, right, about right. it. About what, about him. He talks to Hollis Mason about working on the electric engines and working on like these are all things that he did because he wants to make the next like this is the Dr. only thing Manhattan he cares about anymore. make iphone it's yeah. on like the third it's, it's the it, it's this is the only thing that he gives a shit about he doesn't care about pleasing he his only wife cares about or iPhone? his second wife he only cares about <laughs> making new scientific breakthroughs and discovering new like fucking neutrinos i feel or like he would know who shit. steve jobs is then right if Steve, <laughs> okay. he, does know. he does know. He does know. Rorschach doesn't I, this know. This is not the wrong. This is Rorschach not the, this is the wrong Q and I. Oh no! But I deserve premise, to be blown the up. The premise of your joke. The, the premise of your joke is wrong. <laughs> the two things that Alex knew. Yeah, I, I think we should get this off. Falling the, apart. The, so, in our lead up to this, to reading this comic, the only two things I knew about this comic were the memes, uh, specifically the mm. "Who is Steve Jobs." ligma meme and if you listeners you haven't seen this uh please google it it's very funny you're gonna have to google it don't make me tweet it out um, uh, if you if you type dr manhattan ligma into google you will yes get it. yeah check it out that, it does spoil a, a major part of the comic <laughs> check it out he could um, be doing anything and then it. the fucking uh i can make a tiny nine appeared <laughs> meme is so good <laughs> It's literally just a panel of Ozymandias with the, like, page number next to him. And it's a tiny Um, nine. All right, I'll tweet it out. Seriously, remind me on Monday. Every chapter on page nine, I'm like, is it going to be this one? Every (laughs) chapter. So, So anyway, um, the the murder of the comedian has sparked the rest of these characters to start, like, it it gets, it sparks them to action. Like, it starts Rorschach into investigating the case. It gets, uh... Night Owl and Silk Spectre to like start examining their lives for different reasons. Um, it doesn't make Dr. Manhattan do anything because it's very hard to make Dr. Manhattan do anything. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's more complicated circumstances surrounding his stuff. Um, but this story follows that mystery all the way through to the end where something really bad happens to New York and we'll get to it in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So where we already got to it, Alex. I really want. I really want to hear from you. Thirty-five minutes ago, this is your first time reading Watchmen. Okay, what's it like? Um, I read all of this today, um, and uh, it's a. <laughs> so it's I was impressed that you you finished the whole thing like in one. Yeah, sitting. it's a long comic book. It took me a while. Yeah, uh, but I put it yeah, off. So. I wouldn't want to do that one day. I also had the day off, so there was nothing yeah, else. Yeah, it's originally twelve issues, but for some reason, it feels like more than twelve issues to me. Well, it's because so the cool. issues have the supplemental yeah. material in them, right? Which, which normally so, I feel like it, they wouldn't have had that kind of thing in them because you, they, right, you have they like a page was gonna be limit special from the beginning. or something. And a lot of the time that and, limit is filled um, up by Watchmen, ads. Yes. Watchmen in its original publication and in every su- successive reprinting and uh, trade paperback and everything has little in-universe documents for the end of every issue so in the first two issues it's hollis mason the first night owl he's talking about 
his past, like what it was like to be a superhero yeah, at that time. Yeah, it's like an excerpt. Like he's, from it's, his this book. is his memoir. This is yeah. This is an excerpt from his memoir, Under the Hood, which is you know okay. cute because yeah. he works Under on cars the red and he's a superhero. Oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I took it so literal. Um, and then after that, you get a little bit. There, there's like a, a a scientific journal that talks about what Doctor Manhattan means for like global no! geo, geopolitics and stuff like that. Elf, elf, uh, elf. That elf is spelling. off the shelf now. Hey, we'll cut all this out. No, wait, that uh, joke was good. Is when the, no, that's out. <laughs> um, November tenth is when the circulatory system walks through the. Oh, it's coming up. Lots of lots of important things up. in this book happen in November of different years, which I, I think is important. I think that that's, that's something I noticed this post. time. Reading all my Hellboy was falling over. Oh wow! Because I took the Elf Quest oh, out. Shell, shell, yeah. Seb, I don't. I I'm gonna repeat my good joke, and I said that I, it looks like the Elf is off the shelf now. The Elf is off the okay. shelf. Yeah. Thank, all right. All right. I want to um, make sure that gets in. It's out. So this was. Your, I'm, I'm uh, doing so, this yeah. one. <laughs> There's the extra, there's the extra material. There's the there's the stuff from the memoir. There's the uh, memo to, about the toys to Ozymandias. That was there my favorite. The, uh, I love that. There's the um, the journal from the psychiatrist, the psychologist who is uh, who analyzing Rorschach. Yeah, there's um article there clippings is, um, from the um, newspaper that or the magazine that Rorschach reads, the New Frontiersman. Yeah, the fucking conservative rag mm. the, <laughs> that he reads. Um, it's the equivalent to like something like um, the Atlantic or something in real life, where they just talk about phrenology in every issue. Yikes! Yeah, what a what a fucking newspaper. Um, but uh, there's all that stuff. Like all this stuff is written in universe, and it really helps flesh it out. There are details that they don't directly tell you in the comic, but that make a lot more sense when you read the the supplemental material that's included at the yeah, end. So you have um, a couple and, uh, pages of homework to do after every chapter. Yeah. I think it's all. Yeah. I think it's all good. It doesn't feel like homework. No, to I, me. I don't. I don't. It is okay, pretty wordy. There are a Let lot of words. Let me be the mediator here. I yeah. I'm with Seb. I don't want to side with Alex here and having to read a book is a pain in the ass. But the reason I stopped reading this initially was it was too wordy for me. Like it. I really. I ended up really enjoying the supplement. Didn't you read? Material, like, you've been really, talking really about Death Note. Yeah, <laughs> you made but, a joke about well, Death Note. Okay. I don't know. You watched but, Death Note. That's uh, why he doesn't know how no, many I, there are. No, I read okay. the whole thing. Oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, so Watchmen is too wordy, uh, but, but Death Note isn't. I guess. Okay. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Is it because the pages are physically smaller? Uh, too many colors in Watchmen? No, I don't know. <laughs> there are probably <laughs> less panels per me, page let me get to my average than Death Note. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Death Note. I'm um, not doing it. Okay, Nick's getting up, so I guess this isn't important. But uh, um, the supplemental material was actually really, really interesting to me. Like I would, every time it came up, I would groan, and those were often where I took breaks in reading it. Like I, I Alex, I know read. This well, yeah, this is fully my own day, fault for. <laughs> I know, I know, totally. But I was like, I couldn't read too much. Partially, I was trying to savor it, but I would read. A significant amount get to a huge paragraph and be like uh i'm gonna go eat lunch instead and then come back to it and then end up really enjoying it but this repeated in every single huge article that came up on i think i did that I when like, i first oh, read God, it too i, I was like this. oh all right break time um which actually kind of yeah. helped me from like not 
eating or sleeping. Um, <laughs> like having a, a yeah, you're gonna want to eat. Yeah, and sleep. You, it's it was like my goal, like oh, I'll get up to here. Um, and then for the most part, I kind of skimmed them the first part. I read them or I read this, and then I went back and read them later. Yeah, the I only skipped one of them, and maybe I'll go back and read it. But I, I skipped. Um, I don't know if it was Hollis or Dan. No, it's Dan. It's Dan does his, has notes about birds in like a journal. But the thing is there's stuff written on the sides, like, Oh, based base costume on this. Or like, you know, this would make, yeah, I knew there would be some subtext or whatever, but I was just like, I, you can't expect me to do this right now. (laughs) Maybe it's putting it in a really good point in the comic. And I was just like, I just want to know what's happening. I don't know what the blue man's going to do next. Um, I don't yeah. know about the single issues, but um, in the copy that I have, at the end of every chapter, there is um, one page that is just a clock, and as you go through the chapters, there's, like, this wall of blood that kind of, like, drips over the page and oh, yeah. gets farther and farther um, as you go oh, through, yeah. towards the, the very end. Um, I don't know if it did that. This The theming, like, all the extra stuff that's not, like, a literal story being told is amazing in Watchmen. Like, you have the theming of the Doomsday Clock of getting closer to midnight, the apocalypse is coming, the blood's dripping down. Which I think um, the Doomsday Clock had the little... just been... Um, when did they make that? It's It was specifically was, a thing uh, that... That's a that, real thing? Yes, it is. It was, it was for Why the Atomic Age. It had been introduced, like, I think it was, like, at least 10 years old at that point. Yeah, Um. so that's a real thing. I think it it's created... kind of close to midnight right now, actually. Well, it was meant, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but what an insane thing the last last time right it got moved was when uh, the tensions rose between um, Iran and uh, the U.S. Uh, that is during so January stupid. this yeah, year. Yeah, um, the clock's originally set, setting yeah, in 1947. Um, was seven minutes to midnight. Um, uh, actually, a uh, minutes to midnight is a title of a Linkin Park album. Uh, I'm sure that has <laughs> to do with it. I think that was it. their. That makes third sense. Third album, third or fourth album. Um, it has been set backward uh, and forward 24 times since, the largest ever number of minutes to midnight being 17 in 1991. Um, We've always been yeah. that close. To and the smallest uh, 100 seconds. Well, this was created. I, I feel like it w- wouldn't have been uh, as close when it started if it was created before uh, right. nuclear weapons were. But I, it was kind of um, created as a warning by scientists and, you know, activists across the world um, to the greater powers about how close we were to self-destruction, um, especially during the Cold War. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just seems so game showy. I mean, I know this is a It's supposed to scare now, people into, into world peace, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, you need to... But people do talk about it. Whenever they move the hands, they, right. they do, or the the time um i don't think it's a literal clock um but whenever well, yeah, they because do because it doesn't move right you know, yeah they, it only no. moves when they move it um well i right. always kind of yeah, imagined like it being like a fake cl- like a clock that doesn't have any batteries in it and they'd move the hands but i don't think it's actually that um it's it's a metaphorical oh, clock really? um oh. and it's on a big clock tower <laughs> they need duck brown duck brown hanging off of it to turn it um oh. i actually have seen That'd people move physically move the hands on this yeah. thing wow. before. but um it does exist. Like the yeah, yeah, it's it's wow. all right. Bit of an A to C. Uh, <laughs> anyway, hey, tangent about the doomsday clock yes. over. Um, Alex, oh, hi. yes, this, y- is yes, this there's stuff in between. Yeah, there was continue. there was stuff in between the issues. Uh, oh, that's uh, how you, we branched you said out you, into this. Okay. Yes, you said exactly. there were too many words in this comic. You have more to say about um, this comic that you read. Uh, no, there were too many words in it. <laughs> no, right. I, well, um, no, I, 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 I 
didn't really know what to expect going into this because I like like I said I, I only know two, knew two things about this and they were uh, <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Re-edited <laughs> speech bubbles. <laughs> like my balls. They don't tell you anything about what's going no, on. And, and they scenes. are both pretty it's similar so to what happens anyway. But yeah, right. The theme is still there. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really know what the setup was. I, like, I only knew the iconography and some of the characters, uh, just based on exposure. Yeah, probably Rorschach and Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Those are the two um, I think most famous ones out here. Definitely. And maybe comedian because his pin is the one that. Uh, yeah, the big I knew the pin, but I didn't know mm. what the context was. There. I have one on one of my bags, and I feel like I'm removing it because I feel like an edge lord. I used to have one on Austin. Yeah. No, it's it's just an I read Watchmen. Badge. Yeah, like it's not yeah. like I endorse the. He's <laughs> good, actually. I endorse badge. Rorschach. The bloodstain only shows up after he's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it so yeah, that I guess just have a, well, a, yeah. Um, I I really like the beginning of this. I I think it was interesting to frame it with the like two detectives trying to figure out like, well, first of all, like who this guy was, Columbo right? That got pushed Columbo. out the window. <laughs> And then they're like, "Oh, well, he's you know he's very big, so like uh, could it have been more than a more than one he's, guy?" He's like Mister War Crime. I don't understand. Like, I think they're right. Well, to I, say I think anyone I think it, would at the beginning they're like they don't they didn't connect him to his uh, alter or they didn't connect his superhero name to the guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I always forget that. Sorry. Um, yeah, please. But yeah, they were trying to identify him, and then you know Rorschach fucking grappling hooks up, and it's like, oh, it was the comedian. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was, I didn't really know that there was like kind of a noir bent. I, because like, I know Rorschach and he dresses up like a detective and acts like a detective, but I didn't realize that that was going to be so much of this, like mm -hmm. it, him trying mm -hmm. to figure out who is killing superheroes is like a lot of what happens in this comic. Uh, yeah. And what's which funny is, cool. is normally it, he'd it be a, like an edgy conspiracy theorist. Like he walks around during the daytime with a he sign that says one of uh, the end is nigh and possible homosexual mustard mustard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Oh wait, can I bring Boys something? Politicians in the world yeah. sucks and everyone's filthy yeah. to me. Um, there was a, a period of time where I worked at Disney World. There were two periods of time, and there is a subsection of Animal Kingdom in Florida called Dino Land sure. USA. Mm -hmm. And on the best ride at Dino Land USA, I believe it's called the Cur Time Warp, but I may be uh, Do you do it again? No, it's the Primeval, primeval <laughs> no, do you World. do you do the Time Warp again? Oh, Primeval World. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so Currently closed down. On I, this I, think, ride, I think it's not coming back. Mm. Oh, come on. Yeah, I think they're dumping it. section. It's completely insane that that exists. Low budget, baby. But um, Anyway, about this yeah. ride. Yeah, so at the t at the peak of this ride, where you before you take your first drop, there's a dinosaur um, with a meteor coming towards him, and he's holding a sign that says "The end is nigh." <laughs> and in my <laughs> limited knowledge of Watchmen, I always every time I rode that ride, no matter who I was with, I'd say, "Hey, it's Rorschach," oh, nice. and Sorry. they would never okay. understand what That's I'm pretty talking good. about. It's incredible that you remember that detail. The, the small details I know about this comic, knew about this comic book before reading it, are really dumb. <laughs> but, uh, okay, anyway, that's my Dino Land Yeah, that's USA pretty good. Segment. I mean, I have, like, probably two hours on Dino Land USA, but yeah. this doesn't seem I, like... We'll do that for another podcast. Topic. Okay. Disneyland reviews. It's going to be our most expensive episode. We have to, yeah, we have to go. 
um, yeah. we keep yeah, we ourselves. when we don't have but a pandemic. Yeah, no, I I hadn't I hadn't realized how much of this was kind of a noir adjacent like mystery thing, and uh, I did like that. It was an interesting way to set it up. Um, what else did I have to say? I think about? pretty much it's only the parts that follow Rorschach though that are that is a lot yeah. of parts. Yeah, it's a lot of it, well, a lot of it no, is from his his Nick kind of perspective. And then, yeah, he like, thinks even... he's like a cool detective, which I mean, it's not like he's not a detective, sort of. Yeah, I was he's getting some serious. He's, he's, he's uh, getting some serious taxi he's driver not vibes. From hired him. by anyone, he gets. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of does all this stuff for his mm-hmm. own sake. He has a very strong moral compass in that it's an internal moral compass where he what he considers to be right and wrong is the only thing that mm-hmm. exists in the world for him. Like other things like, um, uh, you know, money or cooking food or uh, uh, not getting your kick, not getting kicked in the balls at every opportunity. All, all those things are sus, are like uh, side things to him. Mm-hmm. You know, well, not, I would like to say, I think that it is this definitely has mystery angle to it because you don't know who yes. killed the comedian. For a real yeah. And you, you don't really right, know right. what's actually gr- like the ending is pretty much a surprise until towards the end. It's a good oh, yeah. mystery yeah. And, and a good and he twist. he spends a lot of the book trying to convince everyone that there actually is a conspiracy going mm-hmm. on because it... Yeah, you're in danger and Dan's like, I'm all too tired to be right. <laughs> You're in danger and Dan's like, you smell. Can you please get out of my kitchen? <laughs> Stop eating my He's beans. like, I'd like you to leave, so I'm going to lead you locks. down to my basement uh, so that you will leave. Yeah. So that you'll leave the I, other yeah. way. <laughs> so I don't have to be um, associated with you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I liked a lot of that aspect of it. I I also liked uh, how they did the backstory. We kind of touched on it a little bit, but they they have Absolutely. like a uh, a scene that they flash back to a lot, where all the characters were like they met up and they formed the, I don't know the coalition of super friends or whatever. The crime the crime yeah, busters. There we go. The Minutemen. Minute oh. Minutemen first, and then the crime. Yeah, busters the crime second. busters is what I was thinking of. They have that That's stupid <clears throat> that like one meeting, and then they like go back to it from like everyone's perspective in different chapters and stuff, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, Cause that, yeah, I this... like that everyone thinks that, or a lot of people think it is dumb. Yeah. Like even the yeah. people who are in on it are like, this is crazy. Well, and it's, it was interesting to me wow. how like so many consequential things about the comic happened around that event. Uh, hmm. Like the, uh, like every time they flash back to it with a different character, you get to see, like something important to their backstory happened around then, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting and I liked. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is wild to touch on the meeting part of it. They, and everyone it, uh, mentions it in their recount, I think, or at least most people do. Um, to have Doctor Manhattan at a meeting of people who are beating up like people mugging, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> people is exactly. insane like everyone's like that's uh, what the whole comic it's also really is weird to see him in a full outfit a lot of time there's a line from the supplemental yeah. material that's we were we are all living in the shadow of dr manhattan like they say yeah. that to invite him to that meeting and be like okay so this this block has a lot of stabbings on it and he's like i could take away knives as a like, like yeah it could vaporize the entire block <laughs> Yeah, you want me to take this out? And um, there's a, during the scene, uh, during the chapter, which might be, there's a lot of uh, chapters that could be my favorite chapter because every issue is phenomenal. But the one that focuses on Dr. Manhattan is special because it is narrated from his point of view, which is he is experiencing all events at once. Oh, yeah, that was really interesting. uh, 
the Pentagon says that I'm a crime fighter, so I must fight crime. It shows him in Moloch's like crime yeah. den, vaporizing a dude's face who tried to shoot him mm-hmm. with a gun. And it's just like it shows you that his idea of fighting crime is so abstract because he's like, what does that mm-hmm. mean? Do you mean I should yeah. literally go to where a criminal is and explode his head? Like, is that what you want? <laughs> and it's like you're kind of like, I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> or maybe you could try to solve systemic issues like poverty and racism they, he he doesn't even know how no to see yeah. those he doesn't like he, one of the he, like you ask um, him like what happens like the, someone's like the comedian's dead and dr manhattan goes a dead body and a live body have the same amount of molecules. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know shit. if we explained uh dr manhattan too well like he's basically um he was a man who was he's part of guy. some yeah he's a blue guy he was a man you know he was he was guy. a normal dude john um, John Osterman, Os- Os- John John Manhattan, uh, John Manhattan, part of the Manhattan yeah. Project, um, got like stuck. No, no, no. no that's not what they're. That's not what they're doing. No. <laughs> he was named yeah. after the Manhattan Project. All right, Project. he was after born the accident. after the accident. So, uh, so he, he, he was there. in a like a science accident where his entire body kind of got vaporized and then it rematerialized as dr manhattan who is this blue man um who does not have a group um i I was about to go (laughs) it's only one guy he's only one blue man um and now he can be more than one though he could be a group now he's kind of like one with the universe kind of like he's he's got power over atoms he can see like time all at once so he's oh, kind yeah. of Nick, lost his human perspective completely. Nick mentioned it at the beginning, but he is the the one person that actually has powers in this universe. And yes, that, like, and he's got like all the power, like yeah, he's godlike. He's, yeah. Um, what what abilities would have been spread among an entire cast of superheroes is just the everything he can absolutely. do. Yeah, he could multiply himself. Mm. He can make a giant palace on Mars. He doesn't need to breathe in space. He does. I don't know he, that he need, even needs to breathe. He at can all. teleport. Uh, he doesn't need to breathe. He can, uh, you know, disassemble and reassemble molecules. Anything. One of my favorite little moments is Laurie throws a glass at him early on in the story. It goes right through him because why would he let it hit him? And yeah. then it shatters on the counter behind him. He the right he without looking at it he has the glass reassemble itself and all the liquid comes off of the counter and back into the glass yeah he's like fixed <laughs> i did it it's him and like six bats yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. really yeah. so the catharsis so, of throwing yeah. this glass at him is just completely negated but um one yeah, of, it doesn't hit one him of my favorite. and then he reassembles the broken glass <laughs> one of my favorite artistic choices for this uh for the uh this comic specifically is the like all of the speech bubbles he has are blue and i think it's yeah. very, it's a very weird it's a, like <laughs> well, a funny choice to distinguish him it's he a is way very to show otherworldly that his voice he doesn't sound like yeah. anyone right. else yeah i i love yeah. that choice i mean you know they do the, do it for all kinds of comics but like they do it for solaris in um in uh the, the tyrant son in uh, all-star superman where it's like it's a weird speech bubble to let you know that the voice is weird yeah. or like uh yeah uh, always a great touch like rorschach has those horrible wavy wavy yeah. uh gravelly it's it's interesting bubbles. It, like it, it was one of those things that just def- it just made me chuckle with dr manhattan specifically because it's like oh he's the blue guy so his text is gonna be blue That's how you know it's him. but yes it also is like it is a good way to distinguish it um but uh, I had a couple more things I wanted to say. I was going to ask you about the end if you can't find that. Oh, um, like well, I wanted to talk about a little bit more about um, uh, Rorschach. I think like he definitely is 
kind of a like a Joker e kind of edgy guy for a lot of, uh, and I can totally see how that crowd would have latched onto this character. Uh, but like I still ended up really liking him. I think he might might be my favorite character in this. Um, yeah, I don't think they overstepped his like edginess. Yeah, so there's a lot. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, they they think they did his backstory okay enough where it's like okay, yeah, of course he's fucked up. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. and he starts out being like a '60s Batman guy just arresting criminals, and then he has a point. Which I found out, I don't know if you guys know, is based on a real murder, the child oh, thing. Huh. I did not know that was based on a real murder. Yeah, it's based on like a real case. That yeah, that was that was about. insane. That, that that was one of the like creepiest. I should have known with how much of this other. Book, I think. <laughs> All oh, the, yeah, really. Vile. Everything that's in this book, like it's not based on fiction. It's based on like something. It's based on an aspect of reality. You know, like so much of history and real world politics are rolled into what makes these Watchmen characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like pretty much everything. You know, like themselves. And they end a lot of. Um stuff and quote a lot of stuff from like other well-respected like literature um like the, the watchmen themselves come from the phrase who watches the watchmen also nobody yeah and nobody calls yeah, them nobody that. calls them that <laughs> they're, um, they're not like a, a gang yeah, called and the who watchmen. watches the watchmen is uh it comes from a roman satirist um who who wrote in one of his things Quis custodiat ipsos custodes, which oh, is who watches the Watchmen. Nerd. Yeah. Uh, we to all be like, that. yeah, the Watchmen watch over us, Those but those guys too. can do whatever yeah. the hell they want. That is, you know, well, it, it comes says, up all the time. I hear the, the advice of when my the police were doing all that. Bolt her in, constrain her, yeah. but who will guard the, the guardians? The wife plans ahead and begins yeah. with them, is, is the passage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's an important thing to bring History. up. Um, yes, Romans. but he was my he was my favorite character probably. I, I liked all of the stuff to do with his uh, uh, like his mental evaluation. I thought all of that was pretty interesting. They, yeah, they I love camp how out it, on it for yeah. like a whole issue. Pretty they'll, much. they'll like cut but, like they'll show him a a Rorschach um, like slide like panel, um, and he'll look at it. They'll mm-hmm. be like, "What does it look like?" And it shows what he sees, which is like a dog the, with his head split open that he saw dog, earlier. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, a pretty butterfly. Um, yeah. And yeah. they don't, I don't think they, they don't explain what that, what the the dead dog means at that point. Uh, I think they, they explain yeah, it later. They, they make well, you he, wait he for He talked yeah, about it really in the good. beginning where he's like, I found a dead dog beaten to death in the alleyway. Right, yeah. But you don't, you don't know the significance of it to him mm-hmm. uh, until later, which was cool. He's um, friends to the animals. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I liked, I liked a lot of the stuff of him in jail. I thought it was interesting. It, it definitely struck me as one of those characters yes. who is, like, um, in jail because they want to be. Even though, like, in his situation, he couldn't have escaped, really, without help. Mm-hmm. But, like, right. he yeah. had total control in most situations he was in there, um, which is interesting to me. Like, the guys who tried to come and kill him, he just completely clowned on. Um but yeah, I, I, yeah he's Rorschach just like is good at smashing people's face in with regular implements yeah, that he has around he's him. That's pretty much what been he there did. Before. That's how all these people got put in jail. That's it's like what he didn't. He's not missing any tools or anything. Right. Being we in jail, we just have his trusty like, grappling. There's nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> he doesn't have his face either. <laughs> or right. a or a can of hairspray, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But he knows how to clown the see. system because, like, 
he's obviously fucked up, but during his mental health assessment with the Rorschach test, which, by the way, I don't even know if by the 80s they were still using them, but now this is not a valid way to evaluate somebody's psyche. Right. Um, I I don't... It's, it works well it as a scene, but I I don't want to say how yeah, dumb it is, so but it's really fucking stupid very, yeah. that they use the Rorschach test on Rorschach. Like, ooh, this will work. Yeah, no. Like, I wonder but if the no, guy's just doing it so he can put right. it in his fucking book when he's done. It's he's symbolism, like, ah, yeah. I use yeah. the Rorschach test it's on irony. Rorschach. irony. Um, it's like we catch Owl Man. We make him look at birds. No, he, he like definitely knows what's up when they're doing the Rorschach test. He's like, ah, yes, yeah. I'll tell them all these ri- very nice things, even though I'm thinking about very terrible things. But yeah, I, I liked a lot of that sequence because it was an interesting way to talk about, or, you know, to uh, kind of understand what made this guy like this, which I liked. Um, yeah, because it ends it was, up going, yeah. uh, for listeners, It um, he sees one slide and it ends up going into his backstory where... He finds his mom, like, fucking another dude, and then the dude is like, oh my god, you got a kid, what the fuck, I'm leaving, and then the mom gets very mad and beats him, and this seems to be a regular occurrence. Um, he had a pretty fucked up childhood, and then he took it out on other kids at school. Um, he's fucked up. Yeah. Um, yep. I wasn't, I, I don't know, I, I didn't get a lot of, I like, I didn't really love the stuff that, the, like, the owl did, I, I don't know, I, I was not too interested in what mm-hmm. what was going on there but um yeah i could totally see that because he's like a he's kind of what you would expect this he's a very very like batman adjacent guy yeah he's just kind of like oh i you know i retired but I, you know I, I have all the gadgets and like he's seems the most like a normal person in this cast i don't know maybe i i yeah he does i, don't know. I think he's kind but, of the normal dude no i think you're right he's just sad yeah yeah and when you're put when you're put that next to a lot of these other characters, it's like, yeah, all right. And he's just kind of the guy. And he's trying to kind of carry on as a normal dude too. Like he goes and sees the old night owl a lot too in his normal life. Yeah, I like. I, I, I like, really like yeah. their relationship. It's a, it's, it's one of the, it's like a genuine yeah. friendship because like the relationship he has with Laurie or the relationship he has with Rorschach, those aren't exactly friendships. They're like old colleagues. <laughs> so like, I know? guess we're just kind of stuck together because of our past. Yeah. I but like, I love the detail that him and Rorschach were mm-hmm. partners. Cause uh-huh. I think that that's I, so I love wild. The line. Even if a reader, you're not like, well, Rorschach was always kind of like yeah. this. So how did this ever mm-hmm. work? I kind of get it. It's not a Batman and a Robin. It's like a, Batman and fucked up guy. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like the old Green Arrow, really Green Lantern uh, team yeah, ups, um, sort of. There, there was a line yeah. where um, like Rorschach reminds him that that they were partners once, and Night Owl was like, oh yeah, those were great times. Whatever happened to those? And Rorschach's like, you quit. And then he leaves. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, ouch! What, what I my favorite, Rorschach has all these um, moments. One of my favorite lines yeah. uh, was, was from Rorschach when he's in jail. But when the... Uh, I think they do it a couple times, but when the um, the uh, guy comes in to give him his like Rorschach tests, uh, he says, "How are you doing today?" or "How are you doing?" He says, "In jail," or "How are you in jail?" Uh, how about you? Yeah. Very good. Then. Not great. Yeah. How are you doing? Because I'm a potato. Yeah, it's it, it's like a very like there's a couple there were a couple of moments that were like kind like jokes in this that I did like. But mm-hmm. like that was one of the ones where I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, what else? I uh, so did the did the ending come out of nowhere for you, or did you? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't really going? know because I knew. All right, well, of course, having heard about this comic book, I had heard <laughs> that there was a giant squid. Uh, but 
Right. But you don't that know what so that means. Wild, really. I didn't really know. Like, I figured it was just a non sequitur because, oh, yeah. like, oh, in the lead up to any of this, like, it, it's not apparent that there would be, even be a, a squid at all. Because uh, they're like, oh, well, right. you know, there's the threat of nuclear war. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's like a deus ex machina thing. Maybe they need to team up and fight a thing at the end. But that's what yeah. you think. Yeah. Uh, but, totally. I'm with you on that. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I, one more thing before we get to the end. I, Ozymandias is like not really a character until the end. I don't know. I didn't, you, there's not too much of him in this book until you get to the end where it's like oh i'm the bad guy yeah he it's because he doesn't like get a chapter that focuses it. on himself until very late in the ship in the yeah. story and it's like that's sort of what happens uh, unfortunately because it's it's sort of like you don't get like rorschach is in the story plenty but you don't know him know right. him until you get the chapter that focuses on him and so by leaving the focus on Ozymandias until the last, it don't you don't think about him as much in, uh, in terms of like a suspect. That's you know? true. Yeah, you don't really think of anybody uh, in terms I, of a also, suspect. I, I think not, like doing the like oh I'm the bad guy actually thing like didn't have as much impact as I think it would have if I like knew a little bit more about him as a person. Well, yeah, I mean, he, it talks about him a lot in the supplemental yeah, stuff. I, uh, there's like hints leading up to all this stuff that I think, but that's one of those things where it only really works on a reread because you don't know what you're getting until yeah. then. Um, yeah, on my I, reread, I knew he was the villain, but I'm with Alex on like, you don't ever see him like beating up bank robbers or like, I'm not, it's kind of unclear what he did before he retired. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, well, he's leading that Crime Busters meeting. That, that right, but is he to. beating up bank robbers? Was yes. that what he was doing? Yeah, yes, that's what he was doing. In the world? Yes, and okay. I think that's why it's so funny that... Um, oh, oh, and there's a great scene where the assassin, the assassin in quotes, comes oh, to his, yeah. Yeah. his home. Love, I love that part. That is one of my favorite scenes. It's incredible. And it's, it's so much better on a reading, mm. of course, knowing yeah. that uh, that this dude was like... You know, he, he, he false flagged it by hiring the dude himself. And so this dude is like... what He's like so confused when Ozymandias attacks right. him. <laughs> yeah it's like what? yeah that, that was interesting I, I think that like having you know pulling the old bit of like oh you know i was attacked so i can't i couldn't be a suspect like that that did definitely work I, like I, I i was not considering that he was the big bad guy until like mm-hmm. they started having you know they until like the characters kind of figured it out or you're they're like oh well, we'll go up to yeah. antarctica we'll go to his place up to antarctica oh uh, yeah okay <laughs> from their perspective okay yeah sure anyway uh, uh yeah but like i think the reveal is less so that he's the bad guy and more so right yeah the plan is insane yeah, no one could have ever there, predicted yeah. what yeah he's exactly always he kind of like to an outsider to... to the rest of the watchmen i guess well it's so, a very i mean it's a very superman thing right he's he, like has a fortress of solitude mm-hmm. like it it seems very very similar mm-hmm. to that kind of idea i feel uh, like we might even be able to kind of place which characters each of them were Initially intended to be in the first well, script. Well, I mean, it's very easy to look at that actually because we know. Oh, that do we already? Well, wait. But, so yeah, who yeah was that's what I said. Manhattan? Sorry, I left for a few minutes. I, I said he was Captain Adam. Already. Oh, I'm sorry. Captain Adam is that strong? No, that they powerful? they re- had to rework all this stuff. It, it's, it was a very different story before they created original characters. I mean, like, but there okay. but there were yeah. characters Superman, that were the Batman. Night Owl was blue. <clears throat> no, nope. those guys were not involved. All yeah, it's all Charl Charlton Comics okay. characters. I didn't know that uh, it was all of those. 
Okay. All short comics characters. No, no Superman, no Batman, right. Wonder but, Woman, any of that. But stuff. I'm with I'm with Seb. It's like you see it now as like the tropes of like that's Batman. You got that's Superman. S- Superman as being someone too powerful to exist a bunch of mortals. Doctor Manhattan kind of esque, and then you got Batman split into two with Owl Man, Owl, Night Owl, Owl. Night Owl, Night Owl. 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 <laughs> you the just Owl. read this. <laughs> uh, it was a, it was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, Night Owl and Rorschach. Like you got Detective Guy and yeah, yeah, or Rich like Boy with his uh, Doctor Manhattan is also Ozymandias yeah. because he's extremely smart and um, well, I guess Superman is also Ozymandias and Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, because he's super smart and then yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. Like, kind of above these status. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they map on well faster yeah, than um, speed. Uh, it's fun to work yeah. it out. Like it's like I'll get to it in my impression, but the boys is is very similar thing. Um, we'll get to that. I think the yeah, yeah, but making the making the perfect smart guy the bad guy is like it, it's it is a well worn trope, but it was also an interest. Like I think that the thing that makes like the ending of this is how insane his plan is. Mm-hmm. Like this this yeah. scheme is something that I could not have predicted, and He's a lot not of this stuff sure is like oh, the right thing. Like right, and yeah, you think if you did something like that, risk. you would be sure of yourself right, he's but at so the end, happy he's like, when it works or yeah, you know like, like dr that manhattan thing said yeah. i do I the right it. thing and and dr manhattan's like starts crying yeah, he's like extremely <laughs> he's, vague he's about like, it i don't really care <laughs> um so yeah so i i guess we should explain his plan if you don't if you haven't read this comic book oh um, yeah he and this is very different is from the ending to... of uh, the movie if you've seen the movie yes. only well yeah he's, well, he's trying to um galvanize the world into into peace by uh providing a greater threat for um, them to maybe, maybe against, we need the context of it is still the cold war despite this being an alternate universe it is still the cold yeah, war this is kind of a like a common trope at least among like alien stuff is mm-hmm. that like if there's an invasion yeah, totally. uh, people will forget their squabbles and fight together um Mm-hmm. To save right. humanity, there has to be a there's a greater threat. Yeah. So, yeah. um, he perfect or he tr- he tries to perfect teleportation. Uh, doesn't quite get it right, but he says, "Oh, this is good enough." Uh, he makes a giant squid out of a psychic person and then teleports it into New York. I'm very he, well. He does okay. So, how how it's explained is that. He, he kidnaps a bunch of, like, artists, writers, and, like, basically creates... Oh, the bit where the artist was drawing it was so good. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. realize what it yes. was at the time. That's good. Right, right. Yeah, that so was really awesome. It's basically created... So he has this, like, super links that he created as a genetic engineered thing. He's very cute. For him, right? And that's the hint that he's, like, working on some genetic... His name is well, Yeah, somebody is like, so oh, he... your eugenics are going really well. I'm like, hmm? Yeah, the cat cat is named after um, an ancient Egyptian city or temple that is called House of Bast, which is the goddess of cats. He's a huge fucking weeb. He's a weeb. He he named himself Ozymandias. He's a a weeb-gypped. Anyway, yeah, Nick, uh, you you probably explain it better than I could. So so all the pieces of this plan are discussed in the comic, but he doesn't tell you exactly the whole thing like he has his big speech at the end and then there's of course the great moment of like we're not going to let you do that and he's like let me yeah i did it 35 minutes all, ago all like, time why would great. i why like, would i wait until you that got was, here all right 35 minutes is the perfect amount of time to be late for to stop <laughs> something 
Um, yeah. Just because if he was like, I did it ten minutes. That's like ago, being that's, fashionably blue. Why did you wait so long? Thirty-five minutes is like, oh, we yeah. blew it. Like we're <laughs> way too late to do yeah. it. Real, real quick. Yeah. Uh, like so that great. was that was one of those bits that still got me. Like I had seen like thirty-five minutes ago as a meme as well. Like that was something that I had seen before too. But I totally didn't <sighs> like that was one part where the context still totally got me. That was one of uh, my favorite bits. There's so many because he. So many got. He does the, the whole end. monologue, and it's like, oh no, I'm not that dumb. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, right. I already He's the smartest yeah. fan. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Nick. Yeah. Um. So, throughout the story, the things that we we learn that artists and writers have been getting kidnapped. There's a one in one of the supplemental material things. Uh, the guy who wrote the comic that is being uh, re- reprinted and uh, read the Curse of the Black Freighter, which is a great supplemental material thing. Cool horror pirate story about a guy committing horrible acts to try and get to his family and save them. Um, the guy who wrote that was uh, was also, he disappeared. And there's like newspaper stories about artists and writers disappearing and like painters and, and designers and stuff like that. And then also uh, uh, Ozymandias has a eugenics program. He has like, he's been doing genetic engineering and creating new creatures. And the first thing you see of that is you see the genetically engineered links that he made for himself with like the, the long horns and it's purple. And it, it's like, it's like, I love him. it's like he's been making animals. He kidnapped a bunch of uh, designers and brought them to an island. And um, he's the, the, the machine that he's working on with Dr. Manhattan is like specifically basically to block him from seeing the future yeah so that he can't oh yeah i forgot about that aspect that was really good yeah what did he call the the things that he used to it's a real type of particle i think photons or whatever i i I had seen that word before so it definitely is a real thing right there is a little bit of pseudoscience here, but you got to keep in mind that this was 86, so we're yeah. talking like, like 44 tachyons, years ago. I think. Yeah, yeah tachyons. Yeah. Tachyons. Yes, tachyons. So tachyons we, are a real thing. Tachyons so are a particle that can travel backward in time. Cool. Creatives. Yes. Captures all these creatives. He, had their, uh, he captures all these uh, like. Oh, yeah. Captures is the wrong word. He like yeah. hires he br- them. Yeah, he hires them with money. <laughs> it's not he brings them to a place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he grabs them. <laughs> No, he just but asks yeah, them he do brings the, brings them to an island where they're created this, and he's like telling them that it's all for a movie production. Well, yeah, it, is, it is a special effect. effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the most so special. They cre- they're creating this giant creature, and then he's like, "All right, and we're gonna make it telepathic." And <clears throat> what his plan is is to teleport this giant squid creature that he has artificially created into New York. So like, it's just teleported into there. And the psychic shock of it is going to of it dying is going to kill so many all the people that are okay. literally killed by so, it materializing inside of them. So so wait one second. So here's one part I'm hung up on, which mm-hmm. maybe maybe I could do this off mic, but I want to know. They're making. They think they're making a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Why right. are they? Do they know that a psychic super what, what's the deal with the psychic superhuman's consciousness is being put in the big squid prop that what's part is not that? being told to the uh, to the the artists and writers who are designing the, the the creature but so there is another superhuman that is psychic yes i yes that is like the the one thing i i, I think okay. i mentioned earlier there are two superheroes okay. in this universe there's like oh, there's right. manhattan and then like this person was never like dressed up in a costume and fought crime they're just like yes. somebody who is 
a psychic. And then, of course, you could count Ozymandias if you want, considering he does catch a ball oh. with his bare hands at the end. Another yeah, insane I, I moment. Don't, I, I really it. don't want to get in the weeds um, about All right, the, right. The it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's not all important. Right. That's I'm sorry, I gotta camp out, camp out on this a little bit, too. That is uh, so one, one oh, more bit part. of that was totally a meme, but I was totally, like, still holy shit when that happened. It's so cool. I think that's yeah. my favorite part of the whole It's one. Yeah, it's after all that, it's, it's um, amazing. Uh, it's also, like not uh, clear how he does it, it do, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's so good that they like, don't. He's just that good. You're like, okay. It's yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, I I'm gonna spoil it just because like I I love it too much. Is like they're like, what if we shoot you? And he's like, well, I'll just have to catch the bullet. And then Owl uh, Night Owl is like, you can't really do that. And he just he just he just he looks really at just him. mugs at the camera. <laughs> he just fucking does it. He's like, can I? Do you think I? He can't makes the do little it? nine appear. <laughs> so so the thing with the um uh, the thing with that so is awesome. that uh it's it's not just that um it's not just that it's uh he's he's talking about the fake uh, assassination attempt that he had performed on himself oh that's right, right. Yeah, yeah so he's so he's like oh yeah they i had this guy come in and i had him shoot my assistant and i had him um and i had him like attempt to attack me and then it's like well what if he went to shoot you yeah. first like what right. if, there are so many things that are, could have gone wrong what if what if this happened in a way you couldn't predict and he's just like well then i just have to catch the bullet and then i was like no what no you couldn't really uh, you can't you do that yeah it, it's the perfect line when you're talking to a superhero is like you can't do that but can, can you I? he doesn't actually have superpowers it's... he's just really really smart well I mean, just say whatever you want he, he catches does. the bullet at the end that's important that's what's important bullet. and not in yeah. the way that would it's, kill him either the powers, yeah. no powers thing is really blurred, and I, and I don't matter. want to be that nerd who yeah. is like, it well, truly doesn't matter. Um, yes. They're, they're so, super, the, yeah, the plan was really insane, but, it, like, I totally, I totally admire that kind of a swing for the end of this book, because uh, I was expecting them to have to keep band together and fight something fight yeah because <laughs> you know like a, i love a, it a thing in a comic book that you expect to happen is that the heroes have to fight something <laughs> and th they just kind of yes. don't really do that at all and yeah they hardly fight anything. when they try to gang up on ozmandias yeah. at the end rorschach and uh night owl they see him and he's like eating dinner oh. at an empty uh plate setting after he's killed all his guests and um, mm. he's he's sitting eating eating dinner, and he sees them come into the room in the reflection of this like golden like pot he has on the table, and he like immediately like like catches Rorschach's hand and like backhands Night Owl and just kicks the shit yeah, out of these like, two guys. Sitting down, he clowns them so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was such a cool like left turn to make <laughs> this guy have such a crazy plan, and then just have him already have succeeded. Uh, and then I guess we're just kind of led to assume that it works. Like I, I don't. I'm not super clear on what it's exactly supposed to have the work. outcome of this. So, so basically, what he thinks is going to happen is that Double the beds. giant squid teleported into New York City is supposed to make everybody think that aliens are attacking, and because that's an existential threat to the Earth itself, the Soviets and the U.S. will stop fighting, and there will be world peace. Yeah, and so then the, it just, the context just here is this is... came out during the Cold War, right? But like, I they do a flash forward at the, for the last like couple pages of this book, and mm -hmm. then they uh. kind of lead into that the fact that there is like a coalition now, like they kind of 
have united. Yes. Well, so my my favorite. I'll get into more in my. Well, maybe I won't. But um, the ending, um, of like so his plan basically does work. I think they only yeah. Like in the movie, they basically just say it works. Yeah, it seems like it worked. (laughs) But in the in the comic, they Rorschach has been taking down all of his thoughts and his investigation this whole time, and he drops it off at his shitty uh, right wing rag newspaper. Oh right, yeah. Like he's like. Here's right. what I think is happening. Um, he, if I'm going to die, Osmendius is going to kill me. There's no way I get out of this alive. So he leaves it without, you know, fully discovering what's going on. But he has basically all the steps to what is going on. And then the, I think it's the last yeah. page of the book is them reaching into the the what they call like uh, the crank file, yeah. the crank <laughs> file. Yeah. I've got one of those on my desktop. Hey. <laughs> Um, they reach into it like I don't know, just publish something from the crank file, and his yeah. book is there. So I think it's implied. I mean, you can take this right. anything you want, but I think it's implied that Osmandius's plan is worse. But because right. Rorschach they, is too yeah, much, they publish this truth and justice, and people figure He's out very what black happened. And white. It could un- it could yeah, it could undo white, everything. Exactly. Okay, I, I see what you mean. Right. Yeah, and that yeah, that plays into um, right. And what Dr. Manhattan says when Ozymandias asks him, My favorite line. Did I do the right thing in the end? And Dr. Manhattan goes, End. Yeah, there's no end. Yeah. There, nothing ever ends. So. And then he vanishes. Very Which good. Which is a great um, line. But yes, and, uh, I think I, that's. Uh, I did have fun with this. I was. Good. I did put this off a little bit just because generally I'm not a comics person and you know we've we've it's a big we've read we've book. read a lot of comics for the show and generally I've liked them but it's you still a little bit of a tough thing for me just because it's not a medium I'm super used used to um, but like this was yeah. this was a lot of fun it, it took a little while to grow on me but like I, the I think the noir angle was one thing that got me like into it early enough where i'm like yeah let's let's give this a go but yeah i had fun with this this is yeah probably one of my favorite comic books but i've read maybe five so (laughs) (laughs) five baby (laughs) pretty much i mean yeah by by this point in the show you've read like a decent amount of what people consider we've done good we should have done oh yeah everyone's like oh you know you gotta read recording on november 5th oh that's true i forgot Uh, you don't need to then watch we'll that. We'll do it um, next year. Maybe. But yeah, this 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 was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad I got the chance to read it. Uh, I because I it definitely right. fits within the theme of the show because I would not have done this otherwise. <laughs> but thank but thank you. <laughs> it was right. good. Yeah. All right, uh, Seb, uh, you didn't reread it for the show this time, but you've read this a while ago. I want to know if you have Let's any thoughts Cam remembering first. Watchmen talking about it. Cam, now. because he okay. he didn't read it sure? until towards this episode either. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, so a little bit of backstory. I fucking love, for some reason, I, it's, for some reason, I love evil superhero stories. Not super villain stories, but what if Superman Superman's was bad a bad guy? And Nick hates it, but it, it I will never stop loving this shit. Right. And it, I will always love, whoa, if Superman killed someone in real life, it'd be gross and <laughs> bad and everyone would hate it it's, i love that shit. i'd like to vindicate you by saying that amazon's the boys is very good i will it's not, so I will good not, i will not Cam argue is such that. a boy's head dude he likes <laughs> boys. Boys he's been head. watching this it, all right I love so them boys. i i hadn't 
uh, you know, I didn't live with him when he watched the first season of this, but I was around when he started watching yeah. the second season of this, and you you were just so into this, which it was it, like fine. I you know, I've, I've caught an episode or two, and I can see the appeal. I wouldn't say it's a bad show, yeah. but you you like love it. It's it totally it works on it fits everything I like about media. <laughs> not, not it's not that good, but it's. It's it does the what if superheroes you know in reality you know Superman's not just stopping trains the whole time and blah blah blah, um, but it's the boys is like superheroes owned by a corporation and um, they uh, the superhero ale- Superman allegory is like really a total like nationalist and uh, like, yeah the absolute worst uh, everyone should love me yeah. I'm a god yeah. Right. This is the best example I can think of. Uh, this and the Amazon Boys, not the comic. The Boys are mm-hmm. the best examples I can think of of what if superheroes were real. And I say real in quotes, yeah, because yeah, if, totally. if if you have to think about what kind of person would really want to put on this costume and beat up muggers, and they answer that in the first uh, like extra supplemental material thing in the first issue when Hollis Mason talks about it, he's like. I was already a cop. So you think about somebody mm-hmm. who's already a fucked up cop in real life who really just wants to kick the shit out of people on the street. And he's like, mm-hmm. I saw somebody doing it in a costume and that must be, there must be so much freedom to that, you know? It's like, a lot of, I, it removes a lot of the red mm, tape around. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And then of course they, he talks about like, Oh, and the people who joined me at first, we had some extreme personalities there. And he's like, yeah, Catherine Metropolis had some real interesting opinions on, uh, different races Uh-oh. like that he talked about and um only weirdos are going to do this That's yeah and like uh, and he's like oh hooded justice you know the guy who wears a noose around his neck and like has like a big pointy hood although it's black and not white he said that he's like oh before pearl harbor he straight up supported the third reich and like they're they they talk about this stuff because it's like these are the kinds of people who would want to do this the comedian is awful he's the worst he's like the absolute worst human being but he would be the kind of person who would do this he's when people talk about like oh you know captain america or or big boss or whatever or the the we we have this character who's the perfect soldier like deathstroke or or um fucking captain america or or whoever whatever character you want to say the perfect soldier is a guy like the comedian a guy who is nihilistic and kills whoever he wants. I think I, and is I, I very think good it was at killing line, but like, um, I think it might have been Dr. Manhattan who was saying it, but like someone who like understands what all of this is, but he simply just does not care. Have you guys uh, heard yeah. of Phoenix Jones? He's like, okay, um, you want me to kill people? Nick has. Nick has heard of fully, it who. He, he, he fully comprehends how terrible the things he does yeah. are but then does them anyway um there are yeah, yeah. actual and um, quote-unquote real-life superheroes um oh, so yeah. phoenix jones yes. is yeah they're the they're the troops <laughs> all right oh, but anyway i know what you mean our healthcare separate, workers, and i know so about really phoenix jones but well wait um, I, I think seb should bring up at least one of these fucking psychos that thinks they want to um so <laughs> if you they... want to talk about them are kind of like they are kind of vigilante justice but they're most of them i think are are more like trying to be symbols for activism and and stuff like that and phoenix jones is a big one because he's gotten in a bit of trouble before by kind of going after people without having a full context getting arrested um kind of getting pushed out by the police because of course the police don't like vigilantes um he had like a whole group and everything um 
I think wow. his his wife was like named Purple Rain or something like that. that um, was a good song. Yeah, um, she was something like that, and they had a whole group, and there was a ton of drama in it. Um, so it kind of goes sort of the same as this kind of thing that maybe they're not um, inherently bad people, like they're not trying to be bad people, but they are people, and they're not right. all just there for justice. There's, there's a reason that this yeah. doesn't exist all around us. Mm-hmm. People taking yeah. Not only is it like right, you don't actually have superpowers, but also life works way differently than it does in a comic book where you can bend the rules. Right. And I really like that examination of that. Um, uh, despite Nick's best efforts, maybe I'll check out Kick-Ass next. Oh, I, I, um, I've oh. seen it. It's, uh, it's a movie. That's really not what I'm trying to get out I'm of trying to get a rise out of Nick right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I um, fucking loved this. So, the, oh, why I let in with that is I wanted to say that I was on um uh the boys like uh what's the word um kick kick but when you can't get any more of it what's that withdrawal withdrawal i was on the boys withdrawal i finished the boys season two and i was like i'm gonna buy the comic and nick's like please do not do that the comic is not very good (laughs) and i'm like i'm gonna do it anyway and then i realized i should just read Watchmen. that's supposed to be that happened to me nick told me something one time so Big Hero 6 came out, right? The movie. And mm-hmm. I, I fucking loved mm-hmm. the movie. And I was like, oh, I wonder about the comics. And Nick was like, oh, the comics are really kind of mediocre. And I was talking to my um, illustration mm-hmm. professor. And I was like, oh, yeah, Big Hero 6 is really good. Because she was also an animation professor. And she's like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Though my friend who's really into like comics said that the comics were kind of mediocre. And she was like, one of my friends works on my comics. And I was like, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Good people Don't can work them. on bad yeah. things. It happens. It's not their fault. <laughs> All the time. Check out this show. <laughs> Check out the oh. show. <laughs> Great people. Bad show. But uh, anyway, I, I really, really, really liked this. Because this is right up my alley of you know, that exact genre, which I explained earlier. And, like, I stopped reading it early because it was really wordy, and it still is, but it's not... Part of what's good about it is it's not Owlman and Rorschach punching gangs and, you know... Like, apparently the video game doers. is. Right, yeah. That's, it's, that's why I wasn't interested in it earlier, but, you know, reading it now, I, I had a much stronger appreciation of it. And... um I, I do, and because of my love for What If Superman Was Evil, I love Ozymandias. I think he's probably my favorite character. I love the idea of a guy that's too smart for his own good. And mm-hmm. like, and he's definitely too smart for his own good. Oh, absolutely. I love People the, who are the so thing smart that, that they just the... completely disregard humanity, like itself. Mm-hmm. They're like, this yes. will be the yeah. net game for this. Guy he's Dr. Manhattan. Humanity. Yeah. He and Dr. Right. Manhattan yeah, are the two different versions guys. of the same character. Two versions of the same guy. But um, his, in the comics, they do it better than the movie. But in the comics, he's like asking Manhattan as if Manhattan is God, which he basically is. But he's like, did I do the right thing? And Manhattan's like, fucking <laughs> shit, I'm going to leave. And he's like, he's kind of sad over it because he wants to be... You know, the, the smartest man in the world is safe. I mean, if you just and killed a million people. does, except for You kind of want to know you did the right thing. Yeah. By being... You know, I, here's 
uh, it's not important, right? But because the story, the point of the story is nothing ever ends. And I think it's very shown, I'll, I'll talk about this again war, at the end of the month. War but never changes. Showing what happens after that dis- destroys right. the ending of this story. Because the uncertainty yeah. is what the point is. It's that this Ozymandias does all this work, kills all these people to make definitively 100% sure that he has mm-hmm. ended the Cold War and, and solved world peace. And all of that can be made uncertain. It can be made shaky by the crank file of a right-wing rag newspaper that fucking sucks and has like eight pieces yeah. about chronology. In a I, week. Think, I think the great thing about the, the crank file is that and this shitty newspaper is that even if they do publish for sex journal, it will be, it will have some suspect to it. Like people will, well, first right, of all, yeah, not this, believe this, this, could be, this is like a conspiracy theory at best that could come out of this. Yeah. Right. It, it's kind of, like, it would be kind it, of it, like it, one of those what, Bush did nine 11 where right. even that has it, where more streams actually to it than yeah, where it's actually another true. man created a giant yeah. squid and totally teleported to, yeah, to New York city. Right. Bush Somebody could be like, hey, Pyramid Delivery sure did have a lot of stock uh, sell off of the New York real estate mm. before. Yeah, and there sure are some know, really high-priced things on Wayfair.com. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I really, really, really enjoyed this. Um, like like Nick and I, like we were all talking about earlier, um, I knew certain things about this, but I didn't know the whole story altogether. Like, um, the ending gut punches for me were, were the best part because I I didn't know the full story, but the the thing about the comedian and Silk Spectre was a huge surprise mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Like there are like five reveals like in the last couple of issues that are really, mm-hmm. really good. And they're like, all like significantly like if you know what you're looking for, they're all telegraphed. Like it's not like they oh, yeah. hide these it, it's things. It's totally from like, oh my god, when he said that, he meant that. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. This? It's um, for to to give an example for one thing, um, the well maybe it, I don't, no I don't no give give the example uh, well okay well uh, give a different example. Um, well, my favorite one was the ending ending one with the with the journal that Rorschach drops off at the mm-hmm. thing. But I I did really like the revelation of Soap Spectre and the comedian and that whole storyline because that really is important throughout like the whole mm-hmm. book like the mm-hmm. entire book is. It really um, always stopping on um, the relationship with the comedian and the original Silk Spectre and how her daughter has to carry on the weight of her mom's trauma mm-hmm. and being a superhero and yada, yada, yada. And one of the things that always sticks with me in this book comes to the right at the end of that. After everything, after the climax, when it's like, okay, I guess the world is saved, question mark. And uh, yeah. they have their new identities and they're moving on. Um, oh yeah she really goes good. to she goes she goes to visit her mom and the original silk specter is like look i know who my real dad is and then that that takes you all the way back to the beginning uh where she first uh visits her mom again when john teleports her <laughs> uh and um she's like uh she's like why do you still have that picture like that picture of uh, up of all the the Minutemen, and, and even though eddie blake's in it and that guy is tried to sexually assault you um she's like look after a certain amount of time, the bad stuff starts to fade from memory, and all you can remember is like the the good times, like the, the good stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. The, the only dark days are ahead. So even the bad spots of before look a little brighter. And it's just like a way the way that people remember things. Like uh, Adrian Veidt, 
Ozymandias has a perfume called Nostalgia that's advertised oh, yeah. throughout yeah. this book. Like it's all like the way people remember things is so important to this story and how it impacts like uh, the comedian and the original Silk Spectre getting together even after that original sexual assault and like all these things people trying to relive their glory days by doing something horrifically dangerous and kicking the shit mm-hmm. out of people in an alley and like all these things that people do just to try and get this like one little good memory back is like it's depressing but it's also like that's yeah, how even people act. though people will the original Silk Spectre knows that she shouldn't be with this guy who tried to sexually assault her though you see at the very end she's got like a lipstick mark on the photo of the comedian Mm -hmm. um and in the middle like of everything you get a flashback where um new silk specter is uh kind of hanging out with comedian in an alley yeah we get just kind of trying to talk to her though i don't really know what he was really trying to do um and her mom yeah, is just kind of yeah. like, get away from her, get away from her. Even though you, you find out that it was kind of consensual, you know, her conception. And he was trying to, I think he was trying to figure out if yeah. she was his daughter. That, I think that's yeah. what's going on. Yeah, there, but I, I side no, with I, the mom, uh, even says, if that was oh, the yeah. case. Oh, yeah. Right, right. He says, you know, can't a guy spend a little time with, and then he yes. pauses, uh, his friend's yeah. daughter. yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's pretty mm-hmm. explicit that he, he mm-hmm. knew. But right, anyway, right. I, this is not what I want to talk about. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, yeah I, I totally love this. I've chimed in way too many times. I have total Watchmen brain. That, um, watch, watch brain? Every single watch brain. Everything that happens to me, I'm like, what what, what stupid difference? <laughs> what would Manhattan say, say at a time like this? <laughs> My favorite character, mm. Dr. Manhattan. Really um, so I do. I do completely. Speaking on my "What if Superman was evil?" Doctor Manhattan is like, "What if Superman was like?" I don't really like Earthlings, and I I don't understand them. And well, the whole chapter, thing... like Nick said, about how yeah. he's experiencing all time at once. He's so far beyond what we are. That, that was something that was mapped simply out. Can't in um in the script, yeah. right? So Doctor Manhattan yeah. experiences time. When you're looking at a comic book page, you can see all the panels at the same time. That's Doctor Manhattan. That's how he experiences time. He's Always, experiencing yeah. the thing 10 seconds ago and 10 seconds in the future and now and 10 years ago because he can flip to any page he wants. Dr. Manhattan is the character that can see every part of the comic you're reading. And that's why yeah. everyone gets so weirded out when they talk to him. And everyone is so uh, – and uh, that's why Laurie is so put off when uh, she is getting you know, finger blasted by this dude while he's also working <laughs> on neutrinos in the other room. My, and, um, uh, yeah, there's some really good dialogue in Antarctica where – they're yeah, walking I was just thinking about that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm informing you. She's Lori like, 10 we, can we ago. go inside? And he's like, I have to, like, he basically is like, I have to kill Rorschach <laughs> right now. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He's doing everything all at once. There's a really, really emotional part in the, in the comic about him talking about his relationships, where, which are really sketchy, but you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm being broken up with and starting falling in love at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he, like, he talks about it very passively, and he'll be like, it is 1969, and... my father is dead. It is 1959, he received a letter that I was dead. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. also, yeah, everything is... I think I think it was in that, in that same line, but really I, I really like that he says that his dad received the letter that he was dead and that it like it was like a mis- it was a mistake that I never corrected or something yeah. like that like 
Yeah, he just right. waits. He never tells him that he what he's now a blue man. It's alive. Right. Even though <laughs> all the stuff that his dad did is so integral to who he is, he's like, it wasn't yeah. good. Like he dumped my watch out the window and treated me like shit. I do. I have no desire to mm-hmm. reconnect with him. Very weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I love this and I love it so much and I'm going to indulge in all the shitty um, right. spinoffs that it, it made and, and totally listeners, you'll have to go through that too. <laughs> this month, Seb, what's some stuff that you remember from Watchmen, especially now that you've um, talked with us about it for so, so long? So there were a few things. Yeah, okay, so, so I I read this back, I think in like 2014 or 15. Um, I was doing the rounds on a lot of um, comics that were like the the big like prestigious mm. i had a time yeah, like that as well graphic novels so i did watchmen v for vendetta i did mouse um i did mm. um persepolis did you do huh? ghost world did I did you ghost, ghost world? world um i did um uh, Blondie. <laughs> i did some gay stuff i did um <laughs> blues the warmest color fun house um all that kind of thing um and watchmen i think is still the one that has stuck with me the most um because, I mean, at the time, like, I, I went into this kind of trying to read it in the context it was early, originally published because it needs to be read that way. Um, even though it has kind of a timelessness to the message, it is definitely very rooted in that period of the Cold War. Um, when Yeah, it's something I, I couldn't yeah. really relate When to, the nuclear arms race is, like, at its... I mean, well, nowadays, it's, it is kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not because of that. Yeah, with stuff like this, um, I feel like I've been saying a lot lately, um, maybe not in the podcast, but in regular life, um, the more things change, the more they stay the same. We still have the same issues. We still have, like, right now, we're kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, Russia's trying to fuck up our elections. Oh, um, everything sucks. Politicians are corrupt. You know, nothing changes. Um, and there, there was a lot that stuck with me. Um, with it, there was, um, actually, let me, let me go into it. So when this first came out, everybody was like super into Rorschach, especially because this came out when we were all in high school, um, or the, not, not He's the comic, cool but the movie. Um, so all the teenagers were like, oh, Watchmen, that's a thing that exists. Let me go read it or watch it. Um, and I had several friends on, on, uh, Facebook from high school that had this quote from, from, uh, Rorschach at the very beginning. That goes, the accumulated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up about their waists, and all the whores and politicians will look up and shout, save us! And I'll look down and whisper, no. Um, That's like taxidriver.jpg. Yeah, no, that is like the edgiest thing. Travis Bickle was absolutely an inspiration for Rorschach. Like, Rorschach, as a character who exists, like, he sucks as a person. Like, his motives are questionable. He's, like, kind of a far-right conspiracy theorist. He's always like, ah, commies, ah, homosexuals and sex and blah da da You know, he's, he sucks as a person. Right. But he's a good character. Like, he's a good, believable character. Oh, yeah. But the people who idolize him, oh, I can't stand them. Um, but that's, that's one thing that has stuck with me is Rorschach. Like, I appreciate him as a character. But now whenever I see somebody being like, Rorschach's great, I love him, I'm kind of like, ah, you libertarian fuck. Um, I think it's so funny. It's one of those things where, like... Because, like, at every opportunity, they they 
draw attention to like Rorschach. He smells. He's eating a raw egg. He sucks. Like, he he doesn't have any relationship. There's he, nothing you um, can do, Nick. There's it's no one of my people. absolute favorite things. One something that I only noticed on this reread is that um, uh, he's talking to Vite. He's talking mm-hmm. to Adrian Vite. Um, Ozymandias. Rorschach is talking to Ozymandias, and uh, Ozymandias correctly says. Who? Why do you care so much that the comedian died? He was practically a Nazi, and uh, and Rorschach's like, uh, he, man, he's like, you know, he stood up for his ideals. He always uh, fought for what he believed in. He fought for his country. Uh, he never sold out. Not like you. If that's uh, if that's all it takes to be a Nazi, then you might as well call me a Nazi too. Rorschach also acts like a Nazi. They both <laughs> yes. do. This is yeah. a joke. <laughs> that is him saying that that he has com- he has absolutely no idea what the fuck he's talking about. You get a yeah, Nazi vibe from the very first part of the comic. You might as well say I'm a Nazi. Yes. Right. He he reads a, a right wing rag. He he complains about uh, liberals, and when he finds out that somebody has sex because of his horrible traumatic past, when somebody has sex or has babies, he's like, "Oh, another whore." Fucking breeders. And like, I I wish that all the breeders. scum of the world had one neck, and I could wrap my wrap Gotta my hands around it. Wash the streets it. clean. And. Uh, to wash the streets yeah. clean like this guy is absolutely like a he's a cleansing, fucked up like f- he's fucked up this dude like it, it, for him to say you know uh i think the comedian was a great man you already know that he's yeah. full of shit so like every time he opens his mouth from then on you have to kind of have that yeah he, he's like and i think who, that that's who was really... it who was like oh yeah i think he was mark uh knocking over marxist uh regimes in latin america and i'm like oh everyone's uh, um, a capitalist yeah. fuck the comedian we we joked about yeah, this uh in our bioshock infinite episode we joked about um we joked about how booker dewitt was on the wrong side of every political struggle that he was alive for the comedian is the same way except at least he he didn't like have mm-hmm. a choice uh the comedian was like oh i know i i know this is wrong and i'm getting paid to do it anyway um Whereas, I mean, at the uh, time, you might get labeled like, as a commie. Uh, Indians. And then you get exiled. Pinkertons, uh, whatever. I'll just choose the wrong yeah. side this time. And he does that, se- <laughs> he does that several times in a row. Uh, I think I will do... I think I will cause I will problems. Ca- I think I will cause problems on purpose. <laughs> I, um, yeah. yeah. There you um, go. That's so, funny. yeah, like, that's one thing I took away from this book is Rorschach is not supposed to be somebody you... St- I mean, you might sympathize, like, oh, yeah, your life was shitty as a kid. But he's not somebody... He's a Nazi who smells. He's not supposed somebody you're supposed to identify with. Like, or hopefully not. And the people who do, um, that's like seeing somebody with a Punisher sticker at this point. Um... Yeah. Whatever. It's they they like the iconography. I don't I don't care. It doesn't it doesn't matter to me, but it's just it is funny to think that the big marketable mm-hmm. character to come out of Watchmen, which already is not designed for that. It's not built that mm-hmm. way, and you can tell. Um the big marketable character, the one who gets the figures, the one who's getting a new limited series this year, uh yeah. is Rorschach. The one who is completely antithetical to it, not cool. Like well, I mean, he's got some cool imagery but he sucks in like every way and that he's he's made to be the cool one by marketing he's and by edgy. teenagers and that is yeah. very funny in a he's in the a most edgy world. one and obviously teenagers will like him the one who does nothing of value and gets <laughs> incinerated is, like, is the cool guy <coughs> excuse me Hit, hit that bong a little too hard, huh? <coughs> Nick, cut this out. <coughs> Huge rip. <coughs> Fuck. Um, so, uh, next up. 
outside of Rorschach. Um, the next thing I like about this comic so much is that you actually care about the characters outside of the protagonist. And there's not a lot of comics that actually do that. Um, they're not even characters you spend a ton of time with. Um, there's this one street corner that you keep coming back to. It's a newsstand. There's a kid who is um, reading Curse of the Black Freighter all the time, every time it comes out. Um, and there's the guy running the newsstand, and he's always complaining about shit. Um, Rorschach buys his rag from from him. Um, then there is a taxi driver who comes by a lot, and you see her arguing with her girlfriend, who um, is an activist. Um, she's got, like, signs that are, like, dikes for this thing, or, or something like that. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> it's a really funny title. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot, it, but, but it said dykes on it, and I was like, oh, yeah, take it back. Take back the, the words. Um, but they get an argument because the taxi driver girlfriend is kind of like, so what she says is, I like nice girls. Um, and she doesn't want her girlfriend stirring up trouble or, or you know, getting in all this activism shit and, and stuff like that. She just wants to kind of live a life. Um, and that doesn't get resolved. All these people... Um, and, and the guy who owns the taxi company, he's, he's like, he see, he sees the, um, the girlfriend kind of like beating up on her girlfriend and he's like, Hey, that's one of my drivers. And he goes after them. And that is kind of when the squid comes up, right? He just flashes there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're like, Oh my God, those people were real. They had real lives. They had real problems and now they're gone. They're all dead, and yeah, Ozymandias used them as a as a tool to get right. yeah. world all peace. These people it's, no, it's always cause worthless you know, to cause him. And yeah, oh yeah, the economic center of America and, and the financial center of like the Western world destroying that—that's gonna totally cause world peace. Like, but like, okay, so yeah, there's something worth saying yeah. about that. But there's also like, this is. That's to me, and this is we. I am putting a hard limit on it. After I say this sentence, we are not talking about it more <laughs> because we have already been going on for a long time. So, that is one of the reasons why the movie's climax does not hit for me and a lot of other people is because um, seeing the horror of what is done to these characters—not our main superhero, important quotes characters—but the the taxi driver and the kid and the newsstand operator, these people who just live their normal lives and are just like sacrificed for nothing for like or for this grand plan that may not even work or even if it does how can you possibly say something like that is worth it when you see every single one of their individual bloody bodies hanging over yeah something and, in this um, sort of like dave gibbons makes a smart. point a to draw plan. each one of them and so so you see yes. this doomsday clock at, yeah, the, really at the very end and it's on midnight which is the exact time that they all die um that was a really impactful shot for me, and we haven't really talked about it because I think everybody was trying to avoid the ending. Um, but I right, think yeah, about that they're sometimes. They're all dead. Yeah, it's well, just no, a bunch yeah, of dead people. Important. Yeah, it's just a bunch of dead people in the middle of New York. And, like, the thing is, you, you think about New York, we've all been there. And you, you think about it, and it's like, wow, that is a lot of fucking people. There's a lot of fucking people in New York, and they're all dead. Um, like, right in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah. Um, so, they spend so the the comic is in a nine panel grid system um and 
that kind of makes it very easy to read through. But that also means... Yeah, so I, I actually did my own little study about this when I was... I was At the same time as I was reading this, I was also reading the World of Warcraft comics, which had a very loose and bad uh, panel structure. <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes things get a little too so, Yeah, so I kind of compared them. Um, and this one... Like, they're not really the same kind of beast, either. The other one is an action comic, and this one is a, like, narrative-driven, I-have-a-message-to-tell-you kind of thing. Um, so it's a nine-grid system. It's yeah. very strict. Um, and you can kind of combine panels together, but you don't have any of those, like, one character sticks out of the panel, or here's a diagonal slash or anything. And when they have a yeah, full-page splash... It's really impactful. It is really supposed to catch your attention. And when they're going over the ending of the scene in New York, there are like four, five, six pages of this, of just looking at, there's no text, no dialogue bubbles, where the rest of the comic has been very dialogue heavy. Um, and it's just showing you the carnage. And that is why I, like, every time anybody comes up with the movie, I'm like, no. No, because the ending makes this this whole comic um and that's kind of a shame that they didn't think that was marketable i guess in the movie i don't know if you know more about their thinking about that um nick but i, I think that in a lot of movies mm -hmm. they don't think that bad endings are marketable you know well it's i don't think they treat it as think... totally a good ending in the movie mm -hmm. but they don't yeah it seems, pretty, also, it seems they pretty good to me the problem <laughs> of handing it to somebody who thinks comic book shit is goofy and stupid and he thinks that the alien squid is too goofy and stupid for this or maybe the problem was there are lots of reasons they changed it but the, i think another problem was that the squid is a, an ending that is built up so much in the book yeah they and it feels to... and they didn't have any of the stuff that builds up to it in mm -hmm. the in the movie and so to not have any of the build-up and then do the squid you would get people who have never read the comic book being like what the fuck is with yeah this where did this squid? come I from hate it and where did yeah it go? and people who even read the book are like that even though all the clues are there and that's one of the things that's like it makes watchman good for a reread if watchman is always good for a reread i do it more frequently now than i ever used to there was a period of like seven years after i read it for the first time where this just kind of sank in my um in my uh like esteem as i'm like yeah i like it but it's not amazing or whatever because it ushered in the dark age of comics and it in dark knight returns basically destroyed yeah comics it makes it it made years. everything kind of dark and, and gritty uh, yeah it both pushed things forward and like and forward into the wrong reasons yeah everybody learned the wrong lesson yeah, it's from like, this in, oh, in, a, in such a funny way <laughs> make that everything dark and gritty and try to quote as many literary uh things as possible even if they don't make sense yeah it's like no <laughs> no that's not what you, um like, no this one does it like Reading it now, you might kind of be like, oh, yeah, you're quoting, you know, this and that. Yeah, you're so smart. But at the time, you know, it, it, comics was comics. It was Cape Comics and Archie Comics, and that was pretty much it. Like, this was different. People were trying to do stuff in the 80s with, with mm -hmm. experimental comics, but nobody was trying to do this. Yeah. This was new. This was yeah, very and that's, new. Yeah, that's why this is so impactful. And, and um, it's, you know, mm -hmm. still widely respected for that, even though there are a ton of copycats that other people might have read first. So they go back and read this and they're like, ah, well, I read that before. But I. I have read maybe two things that are as creative and impactful with superheroes as, mm -hmm. as Watchmen. Uh, and they are both like they, they both do it in a different way. Like All-Star Superman is more like a personal story. And, and it's still and, got um, a lot of goofy stuff than, going on. Uh, 
Yeah, and still has a lot of goofy oh, stuff yeah. in it, but it's about the the celebration mm-hmm. of that um, goofy stuff. And uh, I had the other answer, but I'm forgetting it because it's late. Yeah, sorry. I'm very tired. Um, Killing but, Joke um, did a lot, too. Uh, um, though right. I wouldn't no. say that's one of the best things ever. It did just do a lot yes. for Batman, though. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but I'm happy you liked it. Did you have a favorite character um, on the three read? Or on this, like, did you have a favorite character? You know, I, I feel like my favorite characters are the ones on the street corner um because mm, yes that i that is a great answer and i i think that that's something that is Im- improves another reread as well because you don't pay attention to them as much I yeah because you're trying to figure you're out the to main plot this big mystery um but they spend so much yeah. time with those characters even though they yeah. aren't the main plot um because they want you to care about the street corner because they're gonna fucking destroy it and kill them um but even if they didn't, it's important to know what what kind of world yeah, these what people what are the in. watchmen are if fighting for. If you're going for. to destroy the world or you're going to destroy the city, like why when um when Batman saves Gotham, it doesn't mean nearly as much if you don't know anyone who mm-hmm. lives in Gotham. You know, it's kind of like um, how we talked about on the um, this is very much more lighthearted um, on the Steven Universe episode. We go through yeah, we exactly. go through and we yes. meet all the residents oh, yeah, of the uh, Beach City so or whatever, wherever they are. Um, and that matters. Like, no, that's where Ronaldo yeah. lives. You can't destroy um, that. So I, I really think because the, the characters we're dealing with though in like the main Watchmen group, you know, two of them are not sympathetic at all. Like Dr. Manhattan is supposed to be like not sympathetic. He's not human anymore. Um, and Rorschach just sucks as a person. He's this right wing, like <laughs> sure does. extremist kind of dude who hates everybody. Um, and the others are just too entrenched in their own issues to really sympathize with um as a reader yeah owl man night owl, owl man is a night owl. why do you keep doing that oh night owl oh man night owl is not yeah, stopping the comedian war. was you know a rapist he's, and he sucks you know he's living his um life. silk specter has this really complicated romantic and traumatic relationship with him and hopefully there aren't that many people who can sympathize with that i know there are people who who can but i hope that doesn't happen much um and you know silk specter herself has this other you know traumatic relationship resulting from that and that's not sympathetic to a a lot of people while it's it's kind of um impactful sometimes what we can all really sympathize with is the people on the street corner like oh you're just reading the comic book or oh this guy's next to you and he's you know just babbling around you know like these people who tell their normal ass fucking stories and they're not just, they're not on Mars. They're not in Antarctica. They're not investigating murders. And that, those, those are my favorite characters. Oh yeah. Really and also Bubastis. He's a cat. <laughs> How can you not like <laughs> Cringer? Okay. So it is cringe. Cringer. Cringer. Uh, or, or it's cringer and they well, cringe like the this comic book. This is not important. Okay, yeah, so anyway, um, I would like to just have some, I have some final thoughts to wrap up and then we'll uh, do our closing stuff. This is the longest podcast we've ever done by a huge margin Sorry. after I edit it, looking at the time <laughs> right now. Almost you did this. Okay. Mm. It's almost as long as the unedited movie. It, I did do this. I could have cut us off at any time. Almost as many words um, in this podcast as there are in one panel of the comic. <laughs> Oh, yo, should I talk about my bird magazine insert? All right, all right. See, I have so, this cool anyway, cat things... that I made. Check it out. 
He's a purple lynx with giant I did ears. another Watchmen reread uh, to coincide with this. I got a nice new edition, uh, but I'm not going to review that edition. I'm just talking about yeah, some stuff cover. that I noticed this really time for the first time. I know All right, let Nick finish. It we got to get, get out of here. Sorry. It, yes, it does a lot more <laughs> with... Uh, this, this book is a lot funnier than I remember. They do a lot of uh, dramatic irony jokes of captions of one scene and the dialogue of one scene Especially with Rorschach and Dr. happening Manhattan. in the next panel. Yes. Um, they do, uh, they do bits where one character will say like, uh, that makes me sick to my stomach over, over, over like this horrifying image that Rorschach is looking at. And it's like obvious that these people have no idea what's actually going on. Uh, these, these things that would just make me laugh of just the, the general dramatic. Or at the very beginning, how the detectives Um, are, are kind of putting their finger on it but they they don't really know what happened to yeah. comedian but it's yeah, showing you exactly what happened to comedian yeah, yeah don't why don't we let this one drop out of sight and you're seeing uh the comedian drop yeah and, the and they're like uh um, take us to the ground floor and then comedian oh, yeah. gets dropped yeah, out yeah, the fucking window ground ground yeah. floor yeah. coming up splat on um, the sidewalk well the classy expense account living maybe he just got soft as he's getting his head smashed against a mirror like all yeah. this stuff. you're facing the other way for away from your uh life. yeah so this is this is the kind of um thing that they they excel at it's just really well done um i noticed the uh this is something that i, I want to shout out the great uh, podcast struggle session i've mentioned them before they have a watchman episode featuring will menneker of chapo trap house that is incredible and that gave, made me reread this with a different lens this time which is looking at the politics of the characters in it where i was like that was what helped me notice like oh that line about uh, Ozymandias saying, oh, uh, the comedian's a Nazi, and Rorschach's like, well, then I'm a Nazi, too. It's yeah. like, yeah, you kind of are, actually. Now that I, <laughs> I look at everything you say and do, it's like, it's actually Just because you're not saying Z-Hell, that doesn't mean you're not a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's these, and, you know, um, uh, and in turn, Rorschach calls uh, calls Adrian Veidt a liberal, which is also true. Like, it's like, uh, just the way that they do these things is like, uh, change in the world can only be done in one certain way, according to these characters. And then there you have people like Dr. Manhattan who don't even care about it, even though they mm-hmm. do have the power to change it. There's a lot. This, this, this book has a lot to say about the kind of person who would put on a, a costume and fight crime. And the kind of like psychopath, whether personally or politically, that you would probably be if you thought that was the solution to a problem. If the solution to the problem isn't to give poor people more money or to create the make it so that the, so the causes of crime are not there anymore if the solution is to literally kill every mugger then you're not stopping crime you are just you're killing probably people. creating more like crime it's right. it's right this is the, which is exactly it like if you and this guy who is like a crime fighter if you send him to vietnam and have him do genocide in vietnam what is that going to do except make everyone terrified of terrified of americans and make the russians stockpile a bunch of nukes it's like it's it's all like uh, it's all you know the dominoes that are keep that keep falling down. It's like and the politics and the history of this world are so important to the story of Watchmen. That's why they have to be included in the book. That's why the past is in the book. That's why the present is in this book. That's why little tiny bits of hints of what could come after are in this book. Uh, Lori uh, Silk Spectre saying that she's going to uh, start carrying a gun is one of my favorite touches towards the end. Um, and putting a mask made of leather on. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's not, not is it, not only is it like, oh, this is in a tribute to this character, but it's also like that guy was Mm. the worst. 
you are doing this. It's not like you. She was always kind of like close to him. Like she does. She does this for fun. All these people do this for fun. Like they have a, some idea that they're sort of making the world a better place, but then they like you know have sex on the ship. Like they're they're doing this to get a thrill out of it. They feel they're powerful. Weirdos. They're weirdos. They're fucked up guys. But like this story still works. I know every twist in this story, and I it still works. It still makes me feel something. It still makes me happy to read it. It's I I can't recommend it enough. And if for some reason you got all the way to the end of this and you still haven't read it. It's uh, ser- Google search Read Watchmen <laughs> online and you'll have a good time. You gotta yeah. read Watchmen. The story's worth all the yes. porn ads. Even if you don't... Yes, even if you don't <laughs> li- even like comic books. Lots of people who don't even like comic books enjoy Watchmen. It's it's a great story. Yeah, it's this a great story and I don't know... one of the first know, things... Like, every time I let it sit for a while without reading it again... Oh, sorry. This was one of the yeah. fr- first oh, things to be oh. advertised as a graphic novel in order to um, separate it from the rest of comics because they wanted it to be seen as more than just a comic book and pull in people who don't like comic books. And some of those panels, I will tell you graphic. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely true. And I don't, Um, I don't think it's all good. Um, I'm very happy with it. I don't think we should do a podcast. We're gonna, but I think I, I, I do really enjoy the movie, but I wish it could be done in a better world. There is a, you know, like eight episode series that does a really good cinematic retelling of the comic because there's too much in yeah, the comic. Yeah, I think if only, like, I think, like, I'm going to be that guy. I do not want to see this adapted in any way. I do not want to see it move. I think this this thing is perfect. What if as it is was it? perfect? <laughs> it is perfect. That's the thing. No, the, the adaption. I don't, I don't know want how it. you would do I that. I'm being hypothetical. It. Okay. All right. If only, if only somebody like Perfect HBO could exist. come here and make like a watch. Go I don't know. Away. It'd be interesting. It's funny. You I'm just it, saying. Alex. I would like that. I would like a perfect retelling. But why do you need a retelling city. when you have it in Stop comic books? Well, much. comic books aren't aren't. Yeah. Why yeah, does everything like, need, to need to be in another form? Why does why, why can't why you just enjoy that? something? Comic books for aren't very good. Is the thing. Kind of want you want a TV. Alex wouldn't have seen this. More people would see it. It's fun to see an adaptation. Yeah. I'm of the opinion that that people need to good uh i mean i i know people like you might prefer film because of something or you might prefer comics because of something but i i feel like people shouldn't need something to be adapted in order to like it you know you don't need to see look forward to our two-hour episode on that anyway um yeah we don't we'll save this for our conversation about um, the tv show and the movie which are coming later this month wanted to get your own four-hour episode about a classic graphic novel you could send an email to please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com uh or you could uh, bother Cam on Twitter at please don't cast. You could. Um, no one has yet. <laughs> yes. Uh, you Thanks, could um, send us a message through Patreon. We actually just got a message uh, about someone saying that they wanted to decide. They wanted to pick uh, to claim an episode because they've been donating to us on Patreon. Thank you, Eric. But they don't know what they want the topic to be yet. We'll be here Hell when yeah. you want that. And if you Let want your own episode, you can send us an email or you can donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash please don't cast. And if you visit that page, even without giving us money, you can vote on something that we are going to do this month because it's, this is unfortunately right. Watch Month. Uh, watch now, month, we have just done the only good piece of Watchmen media. So the, the pickings are slim for the rest of it. So we will be uh, doing either the 360 beat-em-up game, the... Uh, 
sequel series where they fight Superman, I think, the crossover with DC characters, or the prequel series where Wild. the comedian throws his own shit at somebody. And, um, those those are those are your choices. Wow. Yes. Fun, funny joke. Everyone laughs. Uh, so we didn't even talk oh, about Pagliacci. But, uh... Oh, my God. Listen to our bonus episode released on the Patreon where we do an hour on the Pagliacci joke in the first five minutes. <laughs> and um uh so the actual the regular hazardous materials this month there's no vote we're doing the uh hbo 2019 watchman series that will come out on uh the 30th of november and we i am very much looking forward to seeing especially uh, with fresh eyes uh cam and alex like after just like getting yeah. absorbed into the comic how you guys are going to react i can't wait I'm, to sully the reputation of Watchmen. like i've already said i'm calling my shot i'm going to like it so we'll see <laughs> okay I, that's gonna be a false statement later yeah yeah we're gonna so, play that hey. clip in the episode <laughs> alex next week we are doing something very different uh, Isn't yes that right? um Isn't that right? to oh continue God. watch month we're doing something not at all related to watchmen um we'll be watching right. uh anthony watching bourdain something. no reservations a classic bit of uh, food travel television hmm. uh I don't know how experienced you guys are with it. I know I showed Cam a couple episodes a couple months ago, and he had never seen it. Yeah. I was very surprised about what it was. I've read some of Anthony Bourdain's writing, but I have never watched him. It's watch not what I was expecting it to be. And I think the, really do you have um, specific episodes, or do you just want to watch Not a lot of this is on streaming four. in a way that I've been able to find. Um, Hulu has the last two seasons, and there are some good episodes in there. So I would pick a location that seems interesting to you. A couple that I'd recommend. Location, just location, a, location. Just among those, I would recommend um, there's a place in, uh, I believe it's uh, somewhere in the Middle East that he goes. That re- was really interesting because they had to train him a lot to go there, like as, as a person filming a thing. Uh, but that was really interesting. They walked they walked through that what whole was, process. What was, was it Antarctica? Um, we, watched we watched one where he was up really far north. Uh, I don't remember. The Arctic. Um the arctic it was another a really one good episode in I, I, season six i think it was hokkaido which was really interesting huh. um a lot of cool oh, stuff about what that. makes that, that different from a lot of the rest of japan um so just pick pick a place that you think it looks interesting and just watch i don't know two or three episodes there they are like 45 minutes long but i'd like to talk about a couple of them okay. so we watched this in really shitty resolution. I think that really yeah, the first couple seasons are in like so if you have yeah, the option, really low real low quality because they're old. It, it, was, it was like found footage. It was uh, amazing. But yeah, uh, any way you can find this, take a look. I'm excited to talk about. It. Cool. Um, yes. And before we go, um, mm-hmm. I have been requested to shout out a new patron, uh, Bill. Thank you, thank you, thank you thank for you, uh, subscribing. Oh, Bill, or thanks, Bill. patroning. Absolutely. Thank you very uh, thank much. Thank you so much. Cool. Um, we really appreciate it. We appreciate all of our patrons. Thank you very much. And we will see you next week where we, uh, I was going to say we make a reservation. We're not doing it. Yeah, no, no reservations. reservations. We, so if you would like to make, make a, reservation, a reservation, join Anthony Bourdain yeah, without a reservation. If you would like to make a reservation on our show, uh, please email us at please don't cast at gmail.com. Or send us a message. The rest of us, reservations. I already did this bit. I already did this bit. Yes. I I found a better segue. Okay. But yeah, um, make a reservation. All right. Have a good night, everyone. (laughs) I got what Nick said out. Remember, nothing ever ends. Nothing ever ends, Adrian. Nothing ever ends. Nothing ever ends. Even this funny podcast, everyone laughed.
Ligma. Oh my god. Something. 